shalom. <laughs> what? It's what Jewish people say. I, I understand what it means, Hunter. Do you? Yes. Hello, goodbye. Okay. Other things that I don't know what it means. Okay. Then don't say it if you don't know what it means. Why not? I don't know. It was funny because I'm I not tell- Jewish. <laughs> was it funny? Shalom. <laughs> it's like aloha. Anyway. What's up? Welcome. Fuck Dungeon. Episode three. Four. Three. Three. Four. Four. Oh, I have no idea. I think it's three. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> Either. Three or four. One of the two. I don't know. I don't either. It's one of the two. Yeah. We aren't enough episodes in yet where we should be forgetting <laughs> what number we're on. No, not at all. <laughs> uh, welcome. Um, as you, I'm sure that you can tell, we're in a different spot. Mm-hmm. The uh, last podcast was the last time that we were at that place. So uh, now we're in a different spot. So this is what you're going to see behind us for the next couple months. Yeah. Unless we decide to go outside when it gets a little bit warmer, which I would not be opposed to. Mm-mm. Spend a little outside time. Outside edition. As long as it doesn't smell like shit. Mm. They were mm-hmm. spraying manure over here like yesterday. We were, I was jumping outside because the laundry room here is on like the back side of the house in a little alcove and I went back there to do that and I walked outside and if you're if you're from the United States and you smell manure it's very distinctly cow shit I feel like you say that word weird manure 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 now now it's all fucked in my head manure yeah kind of manure manure now I don't know how to say it because we've said it too many times What's that word that when you say a word too many times, it I've starts to sound like a sound? I've never known the word. I just know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't either. But uh, it's it's very distinctly cow shit. And it smells like cow shit. And you know what it is from... Manure. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you weren't done yet. <laughs> I'm still saying it in my head. Y'all get sh- stuck. Manure. If you think about it, it's really not that bad. You got ma. Or man, and then er, ewer. How how does that go? I thought it was ma. Yeah, ma. Newer. New. Yeah, new. I don't remember. I don't either. Ma newer. See, not that bad. (laughs) That was a struggle to get through that TV Um, reference. Yeah, so we we're used to smelling that, and for me, because I. I always smell it growing up. I don't really, like, it doesn't bother me in the same way that it bothers a lot of no. people. A lot of people like that smell. Yeah. Like, people, This does Mom not smell like it. that. Just putting, putting her on blast. Some people do. Some people like it. I think it's people who, like, grew up around, like, farmland. Like, yeah. they're like, I like the smell of manure. I, re- I, I can, honestly, I, I can see it. it. It does not seem like it bothers, like, I don't think it smells bad. Like, growing up, like, where we lived, or where right. I lived, like, it didn't, I don't think I've I don't like it, but it didn't smell bad to me. Yeah. This manure here, oh, it, was it bad. smelled like um, if you've ever had a rodent and you've and you've kept like um, <coughs> like certain bedding where it's been almost like pelts. Pelts. Is that pellets? Pellets. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know why I fucked that up. As soon as I said it, I knew it was wrong. Pellets um, 
or like it's not only just well i guess really no that is that is what it tastes like er, tastes, tastes like, like goodness. what it sounds we should we should start over my god just double stroke <laughs> happening here it's what it smells like out there is just imagine the entire air and it doesn't help because the field is literally on the other side of the fence mm-hmm. in the backyard so we're right there and yesterday i had just put out all of our clothes to dry that we had in the in the washer and i set them out there and all of a sudden i step out to go put out the uh the second round of stuff and i was like man what is that smell and i walk out back there's a couple tractors and they're just driving through the field spraying and i was like oh my god we need to get the clothes inside now they're gonna smell like this shit how awful would that have been no less awful than when we tried to dry them outside at my house in Greencastle. that was disgusting no we didn't mean it wasn't even clothes it was literally just my um my silk yep. pillowcase. That's it. That's all I wanted to hang dry. It's disgusting. It was bad. Yeah. But um, mom, on the other hand, she's like, "I love drying my clothes outside. You get like a fresh smell." I'm like, "What's wrong with Green I don't Castle?" Know. Because I, yeah, it I was don't know what, bad. what was going on, but it smelled terrible. Yeah, it did. Um, I had to rewash it yeah. twice to get it out. It was nasty. It's not like we're a coal county. I don't know why it smelled so terrible. Oh, Cole County. I thought she said cold, and I was like, I don't understand. I understand now. Speaking of cold, one of the uh, one of the pros to being at oh this my gosh, new place, yeah. we're down in the south. We we're showing skin right now. Yeah. <laughs> no more sweatpants and sweatshirt every time that we jump on here. Mm-hmm. We're down now in uh, the south. It's, pr- it's pretty close to the border of Spain. Literally right by the border of Spain. Yeah. We were trying to look up locations for this car rental place, and we were accidentally like finding places in Spain, thinking that they were still mm-hmm. in France. That's how close we are. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty cool. We, for one, I mean, we are still on the backside of winter, so there have been some times where it's still been yeah, it's still not cold. like warm, warm or anything. But but when the sun comes out, you can feel it starting. And granted, yeah, and to be fair, I mean, there were a couple weeks towards the end of us being at the last place where it did warm up. But then the last week was brutal again. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of like it, it warmed up for a second. We Plus thought, man, we're on the backside of it. And then it got cold again. This place actually has like heat. We have yeah, heaters. We have heaters in this spot. It's not so just like a shit fireplace. Yeah. So no no fireplace burning. Um, No stone to kind of like keep in the. I know that stone's supposed to keep in the heat. But I did feel like they were just it kind of like retained the cold. At yeah. All times. The other thing it was, was like too, impossible to like. I don't know. The other thing was too is that the the floor, the floor over at the last place was was concrete, and um, I think that that like when you are walking on that a lot of the times, mm-hmm. it can kind of like suck out heat. Yeah. Whereas here we got you know it's like uh, either laminate or vinyl flooring or something like that, mm-hmm. so it provides a little bit. Plus, of it's extra. much smaller in here, so it's a lot it's easier, easier to, to like yeah. heat. The other up. place <laughs> had a really tall ceiling to it, so you can understand how like. If you're trying to heat that and it's all rising up and it's so far up, you're like if we were heat if we had the fire going out in the living room and I went upstairs to where there was like the additional beds like above. Yeah. Area. Yeah, like a loft above where the bathroom was, um, back in the bedroom area to, you know, like clean up the litter box or something like that. It was legitimately toasty up there. Mm-hmm. It was just that unless you were kinda like right there in front of it, I think a lot of it was kind of rising up. So here we don't have to worry about that as much Mm-mm. um just because it is a it's a smaller joint but yeah it was uh it's been cool over the past couple of days when we were just out doing like 
grocery shopping and and stuff like that um being able to see like the difference even in being in another quote-unquote rural area i hate that word i know i was gonna say i can't say it rural it's like horror rural rural i cannot say it it's terrible horror i can say that one that one doesn't bug me as much i just don't like when there's only one letter in between two r's like that rural that's so bad it's one of those words that just pisses me off. Like my <laughs> my grandmother, my sweet old grandmother. I think of her every time I try to say rural because I'm like, I feel like I shouldn't make fun of her for anything anymore. She can't say the word oil or mule, which I sh- sh- sometimes, sometimes have trouble saying mule. But like she refuses to say it because like, I mean, she, she sounds like she's, I don't, <laughs> she's like, and then oil, she's like, oh, I'm like, what are you saying? <laughs> Yeah, but no, I was gonna the um the architecture down here is a lot different. Yeah, it's really cool. It's like a it's like you a weird. You can tell that it's you're on the border of Spain because it's yeah. very um. What's the word I'm looking for? Mediterranean. Yeah, Mediterranean. It's like like you know, blues and whites, and then like just like reds. the reds and like just like the um like the architect design like of the houses are very. Yeah, different. whereas like the last place that we were at, a lot of it was stone houses. And so you were seeing a lot of stone houses and um, clay roofs. Like mm-hmm. the, it's like, um, it's literally like orange clay tiles in like a, a half cylinder. And they, they stack those up on top of plywood and that's the roofs. And here you're seeing a lot more tiles, which is kind of like what we're used to mm-hmm. being back in, um, from being back in the U.S. And um, I mean, this place is like basically wood playing so along the outside, but a lot of the stuff down here is almost like a, almost like a white plaster or something yeah. like that, you know? Yeah. And it has like a, a lot of like the curvatures to the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Curvatures. Yeah. You know, like the wooden like designs, like on the side of the houses, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, like accents yeah. that they've got on there. Yeah. Yeah. It is cool. It's, it's just a. Like even in being out here, and not only that, I've I've been noticing too some of the places that are out here that are not following the Mediterranean design are almost like something that I guess um it reminds me more of like a place in like Switzerland or Finland or something like that. There's some weird houses hmm. that like don't follow the Mediterranean thing, but they don't look like some of the other houses that I've seen in rural France, hmm. which is kind of cool. But to that same note. We also, for the first time yesterday, got yeah. to see a couple of chateaus out here. Yeah, it was really cool. Which was super cool to be able to see. Um, like up close and personal. Yeah, one of them we got not to... Not really up and close and personal, I guess, because it's not like we were on their property, but... Yeah, but... It, close the, enough. I was going to say the one we got a lot closer to just because the area from the front gate to the actual chateau was not that far. Mm-hmm. Um, they probably had like a good couple maybe maybe at the most like four acres out in the front yeah um and around but uh yeah it was pretty cool it was like it was three main levels tall and then like a fourth one where you could see where um there were like a couple windows up Mm -hmm. onto a fourth level and uh it was very um it didn't have a lot of dimension to it coming out like it was basically pretty flat across and very uh rectangular in its structure like the i guess what you could almost not call a pillar but um almost like turrets on the end 
because they did come up into like full on just be like a tower i don't think it's considered a tower though i think it's a turret because the tower is like standalone what's a turret then turret is just following that it's like um i i think i think a turret is different from a tower because a tower is meant to like stand alone and continue up whereas a turret is basically just protruding Mm. from the main structure Mm. but like obviously protruding i think Mm. but um yeah they were kind of like square um a lot of it was interesting it was like a two-tone brick design so the back layer of it was more like tan yeah and it was like a darker brown inlaid all throughout that in some of the bricks which is cool because it it had like an interesting um backdrop and and four Mm. four drop i guess you would say to it Um, foreground foreground that's what i was gonna say i thought that'd be wrong um and then the we're not saying anything correct I in this know, whatever now now people can learn what it is to go through a whole conversation <laughs> with us um and then the the roof was pretty cool too it oh. had it had a little bit of a i think like a quote-unquote gothic feel to it yeah it way, did no, i, it I did. would say um, it wasn't like outwardly gothic but like it did had some undertones and mm-hmm. i think that if we had been able to see the back a lot better we would have felt that too because yeah. the little bit that we did see was like there was a lot more stonework in mm-hmm. the back there definitely was like a tunnel leading to a dungeon for sure mm-hmm. either that cool. or like some kind of like um back entrance to come up into the mm-hmm. foyer or something like, like that w- yeah but then like right beside that entrance there's a statue of jesus so maybe yeah. it wasn't a dungeon <laughs> no he was was he was he praying i think so maybe you're right i don't know someone called yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but we saw that one um the owner came out of the gate just yeah. as we were pulling up because like we'd seen it going to the gate was literally right off the main road so yeah. it wasn't like hidden at all really. we had we had seen it when we were going to aldi um going into the town to go to aldi uh to do some grocery shopping and so i was like maybe on the way back we'll we'll stop jump out and get some good pictures of it or something like that and so we pulled off and the guy was coming down the lane and i was like just try to like act like we're doing something in the car like Pretend start like fucking with something the gps system or something yeah. <laughs> so he comes out of the gate and we're like ah sitting there trying to <laughs> fuck with the screen on the car and he straight up gets out of the gate pulls up parallel to us and just stops and i see you out of the corner of my eye and abigail's like i think he's he slowing down so angry and i looked over at him and he's literally just like he was so angry and disgusted <laughs> by us. Staring into the car window and I like smiled and gave him a nod and he just kept looking at me, scowled, looked ahead and then drove off. And yeah. I was like, that's why I didn't want to get out and start taking pictures in front of him because he he'd so probably get mad. out. What the fuck are you doing? And it was weird because like if I don't know if the sign that was in front of the gate was like saying what the chateau was, but yeah, it was looked like it was like that. a. Like a private school or something like that. Like it didn't look like a. It was used for a, a home. Yeah, I was confused. By so that. it's I didn't like, know what it was. if that's true, like man, this is not your property, yeah. sir. This is public sir. property. Maybe we're looking for a school for our son, and yeah. you just fucked your chances. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> we do not have a son. <laughs> yeah, not yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> The other, uh, the other chateau that we saw was, I mean, I liked, I liked it more mm-hmm. than the first one, just yeah. because it had more of a castle vibe. Yeah, it did. This one, although it was 
although we've seen ones that have been chateaus that are more like a, a manor house, which is kind of yeah. what this one reminds me well, of. Well, yeah, like that Just one really square. did look like it could be used for like a private school. Like mm-hmm. you see those type of like old school houses. Yeah. Like that's kind of what it looked like, but just like a tad bigger. Yeah. Whereas this one was like, it had, you know, protruding areas that were mm-hmm. coming out of it. Um, it might, I don't know. We, we can only see so much from down where we were, but it looked, t- the only thing that would be to its fault, I think, is that it looked more like what I think we've described almost as being like more quote unquote aristocratic type ones mm-hmm. where it's like very you know tan tiles for the Boring. stone all over and like a blue roof and yeah. that's it but yeah. the, the shape of it was cool from the front. yeah it was really cool it was pretty but it had like one big i think what the main foyer was is basically this giant uh turret i guess is what it'd be called we're, i don't we're know rolling with it yeah, we're we're gonna go on <laughs> with it it was it was very very big so it was like this giant cylinder that came out in the front and then the main part and then there was wasn't there one of those on each corner? In I the think front so, as yeah. Well? So it was like three main ones. The ones on the corner were smaller. And then we actually went on the private road behind it mm-hmm. uh, to be able to see. And then it like flattened out in the back. And I think there was like, was either three or four levels high? I think high. so. I kind of forget pretty now. far across. Yeah, it was Definitely big. bigger than the other was, one was. For it sure. had a separated building too, which um, I, I don't know if it was like. I don't know what it was. It almost looked like stables, but then it kind of looked like a like a church maybe you know i don't think because i think the church down at the bottom that was off i think the so property i mean like a the church for that chateau yeah but maybe i don't know because it looked i don't know maybe like a even like a like a tombstone kind of thing what is the word i'm looking for oh like a crypt yeah it looked religious sorts i thought that it looked more like almost a um first i said stables and then i said religious sorts right. so uh, who fucking knows I could see stables, but yeah. it was a little bit too tall. Yeah, and I think it just looked, I don't know, because I couldn't more, tell it if it stone. was, yeah, and I couldn't tell if they were stained glass windows or if they were open, like, there was, like, nothing, like, glass mm. there, you know what I mean? I couldn't yeah. tell. Yeah, because we could only see it from the backside, the, the whole, uh, like, from the front side, it was up on this hill really far, so we mm-hmm. weren't able really to see anything except for, like, we walked down to this area where you could see up the hill and kind of get a full frontal view of the chateau itself. Um, but it, like that other building was, there's trees all around yeah, it. Yeah, it was hard. So I'm sure that from up there though, it's a beautiful view. Mm-hmm. If you're standing out front and being able to really see. Oh yeah. Because technically the backdrop behind us from where we were, that's a mountain in and of itself. Like uh, there's a, we, if we, when we got back on the road out Outside of the private lane, we had to go up this hill to keep going. Yeah. Um. So you would have that like encroaching your view, and then there was a good amount of trees around it. But like outside of that, it was very open. Oh, for You'd sure. You'd be able to see pretty far out there. Yeah. Um. And not only that, but from what we saw, they also had some outbuildings that were like on the road going up. Like in the front. Yeah. Yeah, they had a couple. Which I'm sure were like, I th- they those look more like some kind of animal pens or or workhouses yeah, or something like, like yeah. that. Yeah, like storage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um we really have no idea how far the property went. Like the it other one It was far though. Yeah, the other one I think it was really just like what was encased out front that you were able to see. There was a tree line and then it kind of opened to some fields 
on the one side of it. So it's possible that their property extended beyond that. But basically, like the front on, and back though was very limited. Yeah, like on the on the back side, the yard didn't go very far, and it backed up to other people's yards because they were like it was on the side road off the main road, and there were houses all down there. Um, and then on the other side of the um, chateau, it was the main road. Mm. And then where the gate was in front, it was side by side to someone else's private lane that went back to their place. So as far as the actual property that was there, there wasn't a whole lot to it, um, which would have taken it out of our running. <laughs> but the other one, I'm talking like we because we drove there was a there was a private lane that went directly to the base where the gate was to get up into the chateau mm-hmm. off the, the you know the main lane. Um and there was another house in that. Yeah. And I don't know if I don't know if it was like considered like a servant's like house, you know, or like a or a guard's house. Yeah, like a keep like a some type of landkeeper's house. Right. But it was right at the bottom of the hill and then at or I should say right at the gate at the mm-hmm. bottom of the hill. On the other side of the gate, there was the church, small church that I don't think is in usage anymore. Uh, and then there was another house right there Yeah. on the other side of the gate, and then one more up, um, kind of, you know, just like 100, 200 feet back behind that. Um, but other than that, it was that was all that was on the lane. So we did that to be able to see the front of it a little bit better because we had a pretty good view of it from the road. Um, but then once we got back onto the private lane that went around the whole thing, then we couldn't really see it at all. We did it one time and we're like, where the fuck is this place? Like we saw it so clearly from the road, but where we were on the road when we saw it, it was kind of like an elevated part. So you were able to just see over the trees and really see the place. And then when we got down there and we were like way far below it, we could not find out where it was. So the first time we went around and we did see the back, Mm -hmm. but... Then we were like, let's try to see if we can find somewhere else. So we found that private lane in the front. But all around the back, I think that that entire area oh gosh, that we drove around was probably... Yeah, it definitely most was. Most of it was the property. Yeah, because you could tell that, like, like there, like the whole back area um, was obviously theirs. Like, that, like, went completely up against the chateau. And then we were driving the road. And then, so the road was split split two like um fields and it was obvious that they were owned by the same person because like you could tell that they had a gate to one side and then had like track marks across the the road that we were driving on to go to the fields on the other side of the road yeah and back there i mean it was like an endless amount of land yeah a lot of fields yeah enough to be able to you know have horses and and other livestock out there if you wanted Mm -hmm. to so it was a pretty cool spot Mm -hmm. it was i would not have Minded being able to check out in there, but it was obviously like, it was. I mean, it looked pretty well kept up. It and, did for uh, sure. I'm sure that even the land, like it, like thing. nothing was like overgrown or anything. Yeah. So. But we uh, took a picture of uh, the road that it was on and everything, and we're gonna try to look it up online and see if we can find out anything more about it. Mm-hmm. That and the other one. See if we uh, can see inside of it. Yeah, those are the kind of things to where you know. In my personal podcast, um, or rather just, you know, me talking on there, in here, on my stream and stuff like that, I had questioned for a little bit kind of like how much I wanted to key people into stuff because I wanted everyone to feel like, you know, when they kind of logged on to the things that we were choosing to do now that just because we wanted our 
um, situation to change eventually that they didn't feel like they were going to get like gypped out of what they eventually came on here looking for. Um, but it's, it's nice to have been able to kind of like talk about wanting to get into the Chateau eventually and stuff like that because... Have we said that on here? I don't know if we talked about it on here or not. I don't either. I don't even remember what episode this is though. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can talk about it if that's what you want to talk about. I mean, we can. Maybe like not so in-depth just in case we did talk about it. Yeah. Because I, um, I really can't remember. I can't remember I if that was something have. that we talked about in the first episode. I think if we did, we glanced over it. Like, mm-hmm. basically just so that's what we eventually want to do. Oh. Well, I kind of figured that's what we were just going to talk about. Anyway. Go yeah, ahead. Well. Talk about... <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just going to say, yeah, the, the whole reason that we're over in France is because we... There, there's a lot of chateaus over here. Uh, chateaus are basically just the French word for castle. Um, but not only that, there's a, there's a lot of them, for one, and um, they're kind of pretty varying in designs Mm -hmm. um sizes um how well of condition they've been you know kept in um you know i think that at one time when everything was kind of broken up into a lot of smaller communes and and towns and municipalities and such before um there was kind of more uh, larger governments and things like that um these were basically like the strongholds of an area this was like you know the people that you went to in that area so Mm -hmm. They're, they're pretty well sparse throughout. Um, and like we're talking about from the difference of one to the next that we saw, you know, and those were not that far from each other. Those not were a couple miles from each other. Yeah. Um, but there's there's a lot of differences in them. Um, so really what we would like to do, though, is, is eventually be able to, um, once we've gotten to a point with, you know, kind of our, our personal situation here and getting into a, more stable area or more stable, you know, environment as far as not jumping from Airbnb to Airbnb. Once we've been able to uh, kind of turn profit on some of the stuff that we're doing um, and be able to kind of put that back into stuff and have a more stable money situation, not have to worry about that. Then really trying to use that. um, I don't know how to say like that, that wave of of support from people Mm -hmm. and kind of, you know, open up the conversation of really delving into like what we want to get into and how we feel like our content is going to change for people once we get into those kind of things. Um, And then utilize things like crowdfunding to Mm -hmm. be able to speed up the process and basically just say, you know, go around and start spending our time really looking at a lot of these chateaus um, and finding one that is going to be pretty cheap. I'd say that we're going to like there, it's possible that there are, elements of it that might need you know help from other people um but for the most part really just trying to make the move in a way to where we don't necessarily have to struggle the same way that we have in coming here you know because i think that now we're at a good opportunity to be able to like continue finding our way for this first year and Mm. really figuring out you know, what our next move is and being happy with that and then getting comfortable in wherever we get to next, finding whatever, you know, schedule kind of works for us as we go along, really get our content and more of a um, revolving door, you know, yeah. and keep going through it and then get to the point to where we, we take that jump and uh, we're able to kind of, cause I, the problem is that we have the three cats with us. So it's not like we can just jump into a place and be like, 
If it's going to be cold, we'll deal with it being cold. If we're not yeah. going to have running water, like, we'll deal with that. We got to kind of, like, get some of the initial shit out of the way. Um, well, really, spe- like, specifically, too, like, making sure that, like, there's no windows that, like, just don't have a window there or, like, they're completely cracked or, like, holes in the walls or whatever because that would be a pain in the ass to have with the three cats. Yeah. So there's elements to it to where it's, like, you got you to gotta make the right move at the right time. And I think that whereas... When we came here, we maybe kind of blew through that because in one sense, there's never really a right time to do as big of a move as we did. And Mm -hmm. two, if we had, I guess, like waited for that to happen, we would have just, it would have, who knows how long it would have been, right? Until we really felt like it was the time. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's just a four. I mean, most people say, I'm going to wait till the right time, and they just end up fucking waiting forever because... Well, the more that you continue down whatever your situation is that you're in, the more invested you become whether you want to or not. Mm -hmm. And that's just the fact of the matter. Like, if we would have stuck doing what we had been doing at the house with my job or whatever job would have come afterwards and tried to pick up stuff on the side, like, no matter what we would have done, it wouldn't have been fully committing Mm -hmm. and doing it. Yeah. It's not to say that in our free time, we couldn't have decided we want to start up a podcast. And then once we've started doing that, then we can start doing some of this other stuff. And we could have yeah. probably like slow rolled things in a way to where, you know, we didn't have to worry about money. But at the same time, we started making some extra. But because you weren't able to fully commit your time to it, I don't yeah. think that it would have ever. And that was kind of the thing that we had to decide was like, do we choose to probably like bring on a lot more stress than either of us needed to Mm -hmm. find a way to make this work even if it doesn't really make sense to anybody uh and just be forced to make it happen or do you try to limp along with keeping up what you're doing currently and doing you know this thing Mm -hmm. i'm sure there's ways that we could have been able to do that and been somewhat happy but it's you know it's not the same yeah. as just fully jumping in and being like, we're doing it. Right. Um, but yeah, when, when it comes to the Chateau, I think that that has to be maybe a little bit more of a um, calculated decision because it's not just us that's doing it. Hey, Shadow. Why are you sniffing on that croissant? Um, but regardless, that's that's kind of like our, that's the big dream, which mm. is. You know, we're doing content now because you have to you have to start the content and build up the content and the audience to be able to ever achieve that kind of dream. Like, we're right. never going to make money otherwise to be able to get there. Yeah. Um, but really, it's all as a means to an end to having an audience who is going to be, you know, opinionated and mm-hmm. want to follow us as a couple and individually mm-hmm. want to, you know, follow us in all the different stuff that we're doing yeah. and then feel like we can... And see us, like, achieve, like, that dream and goal. Yeah. But, I mean, like, yeah, and it's it's to get us to that goal, but it's also because we don't want to do, like, regular jobs for the rest of our lives either. So, yeah. like, this is getting us out of doing that. And I mean, I even when we get that end goal of getting into a shot to, like, we're not going to stop content creation. You yeah, know, like this isn't things, like, oh, we're just doing this for now until we get there because we're no. going to just still continue to do this. Yeah, it's just a matter of like, obviously, when your situation changes, what you feel like you're able to still contribute, I think, changes. And Well, and yeah, because I mean, obviously, having a chateau is going to take up a lot, most of our time. Yeah. 
So it won't be the same, but we're still going to do it. And, yeah. and the content will obviously change because most of our content will end up being, you know, like on YouTube, fixing up the chateau. Mm-hmm. And then like my content will change of like doing businesses out of the chateau and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm saying that weird. Am I not? What? Chateau. No, yeah. I'm not. What the fuck is up with this? Well, at least me today. Yeah, but um, that's, you know, it, it was something that, and why I brought up, you know, saying it on my podcast initially was, like you were just saying, we know obviously that we're never going to stop making content in one way or another, mm-hmm. right? It's just that, like, uh, we, it's this, it's this weird balance between we have an ultimate plan in a way, you know, we have things that we know that there's things that we can do now because we have the resources to do them now. Mm-hmm. And we know that there are things that we're just waiting on our shipment to come yeah. from the rest of our stuff in the U S which should be here in a couple of weeks. Um, and once that comes, we get to ex- expand our content a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And then once we have money coming back and we're not, only taking money out of the nest egg then we know we can expand a little more Mm -hmm. and then after that point i mean really the only other thing that changes things and i don't know how much it changes things is once we get into like next year if we've done things that we need to correctly and we get into a spot that is you know like permanent for the year Mm -hmm. then you know, I think that we would be making a point to find a place that fits some criteria of making, like, filming our content easier. Yeah. To both be doing it at the same time. Right. And being able to have kind of, like, as far as the filming equipment goes and the recording equipment goes, I don't really think that we need to upgrade that. I don't feel like we need anything necessarily right away as far as what to spend money on that's going to improve the quality of Mm -hmm. the audio or the video because i think we've both been you know pleasantly surprised with how the quality has turned out with stuff and so as people who have you know watched and listened to this stuff um but i think the big difference is um being able to once we're in that kind of environment make it so that we can record simultaneously yeah not hear each other's shit Right. Not have any of it like bleeding through, and then just making sure that we have the amount of equipment to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, having maybe you know, like laptops that have better storage that we can actually like store stuff on there and not be yeah. stressing about memory all the time. Having two cameras or, or even more cameras than that, depending on how we're trying to expand the content and everything right. that we're doing, and having you know. I don't know, just, incre- I think that's, having that place will make it to where we can say, okay, when I film this kind of video here, or this kind of content, here's how I'm going to do it, mm-hmm. and then making that setup more easily accessible, whereas here, every single time that we're doing one of these podcasts, whether it was at the last place or this one, it's like, okay, let's drudge out all the filming shit, and you know, start setting yeah. it all down, and if if I'm just doing my solo podcast, like, any of these places that we're going to be at, although this place is smaller than the last place was, even at the last place, if I'm sitting out here filming something, Abigail's, you know, not able to do anything. Yeah, literally anything. Sitting back there, you know, editing. And we talked about that on one of the podcasts before where we were just kind of saying that we have to be smart about how money gets, you know, spent. But 
I think once we've gotten to the point where we've been able to expand the content with everything that we know that we can do pre-Chateau, then it's just a matter of finding a more efficient way for the both of us to do it. This is We're in our BC era right now. Yeah, exactly. And then, and that's the whole big thing, right, is that in our minds, it's all about making enough content to get enough traction going and therefore to get enough money coming our way to then get the chateau and then yeah so what we're saying is tell your friends yeah tell your fucking friends biatch tell a friend to tell a friend i think the after we have the chateau under the belt then it's kind of like you know we can die happy yeah (laughs) no i i think that it's a matter of like there's some content that is gonna have to kind of take a pause and we say hey it's not that we're giving this shit up but like some of this stuff is not going to be able to continue like you know we want it to be able to or some of it Other depending on what it is take precedent yeah and some of it um and some of that is time some of that is like you know you have to have something like wi-fi to be able to start <laughs> throwing out yeah. you know like my video game streaming right my first priority when we buy a chateau is not jump in there and set up a wi-fi connection because like i don't even know if the place is going to have electricity right and that's the kind of stuff is that when you're getting into a spot like that, you don't know if there's going to be running water, electricity, a more efficient form of heating than just a fireplace in every room. Um, so, y- and, and plumbing. Yeah, exactly. So um, those are all things that are going to have to take precedent because you don't have those things. You literally cannot live in that space. And it's not to say that, I mean, I think that we would also try to maybe... Because getting something like a trailer and just having that on the site is kind of hard to do when thinking about having the cats. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's probably possible that there's some bleed over from time that we're still spending in the apartment that we're in and then buying the chateau and kind of like, you know, being there still but getting over to, you know, the chateau. Right. Or moving to an apartment that's closer to the chateau so that there's less of that. Yeah. You know, whatever it may be. But... You know, we just have two trailers, one for us and then one for just the cats. Yeah, or that. <laughs> Whatever we feel like we have to do. But there's there's going to be elements to it to where it's like, I mean, for all that I know, we might have to get some kind of janky ghetto, you know, way of getting internet out there. Yeah. Whether that means hooking it up in a trailer and basically just having like a fucking Wi-Fi trailer where we could do stuff there like to send work. it back up. Yeah. Or if we have, you know, the apartment to come back to to do that. But there's yeah. certain elements of things to where because of the time constraint that comes with trying to then after buying the yeah, chateau. Yeah, really like whatever we decide for Wi-Fi would probably really only be used to put up videos on YouTube about the chateau. Like, right. Because there's no time. There's no reason to do other shit while we're trying the, to make the chateau yeah. livable. The thing is, is that. And that's I mean, and we might even be like get a chateau that like none of that is a problem. You sure. know what I mean? Yeah. And and that's the whole thing, right? Is like we can only because there's such a wide range of what's available. Yeah. There's such a wide range of price and size and um how kind of you know how downtrodden the place is and how much work you're gonna have mm-hmm. to do as soon as you get in there. But I would say that realistically what it ends up being is it's a matter of you have to get it able to be habitable yeah. first, right? And then it's a matter of making it so that we can live there full time. Right. So kind of like picking out those very necessary rooms and areas and being like, okay, we need to get this like 
ready to be able to be lived in. And then after that point, it's really about renovating a room Mm -hmm. the way that we want to. And then immediately putting that up as being able to be open to have people come out. Because then just like any of our other content where we're trying to be smart about how we expand it so that we never feel like we're just spending a shit ton of our money before we're getting any money back in return. I think that you have to be smart about, and not a lot of people are, right? And we've seen this, that they get into some of these chateaus and they get they get so invested in the dream of, I have a castle and I'm going to do all this work and have this very successful castle everyone wants to come to. And what they end up doing is, like, so they've talked, I've heard people talk, we both have, on these shows, on these YouTube channels, and they're like, I have spent three years here yeah. doing work and I have yet to be able to do anything Make that's even profit. coming close to a profit. Yeah. And that, to me, is just financial suicide. Yeah, that's sounds scary. And, and it's like, whereas you take someone where, if you say Chateau, you either don't know what someone's talking about or the number one thing that pops into your head is the show Escape from the Chateau. Yeah, Dick and Angel. Dick and Angel. <laughs> the, the OGs who did it. I can't wait for the opportunity to be able to talk oh to them. Gosh. They are They are the people who, you know. I love them. I think they really... They made things very mainstream because the show that they did got yeah. out to, you know, I don't even know when audiences. the show like came out. It, went, it was on HGTV, long. which yeah. is like insane that like a couple from the UK doing something in Europe has like that big of a platform yeah. for their chateau, which yeah. is, I mean, their chateau is fucking amazing. They're geniuses. Well, that's what I was going to say is that. Like, so we saw their show initially, and this was, mind you, we're not hacks. This was after we already knew for a while that this is what we wanted yeah, we're to not, do. We didn't plan on doing this after we saw Dick and Yeah, it's not like, like we saw them. We're going to be just like them. Yeah, it's not that. <laughs> no. Um, we, you know. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? Yeah. Are we the chicken or the egg? I don't know. <laughs> what came first? I don't know. <laughs> um, anyway, we had the idea first. Yeah, we just saw it on Peacock one time. We were watching yeah. The Office, and I was like, we should check out that show and see if it's any good. And we started watching, and I was like, oh, this is a great show. Yeah. But we also then were watching like their spinoff stuff. And before that, I had seen some of the people who were on the spinoff show, which is basically just where... Um, it's called like DIY or something, right? Yeah. Escape to the Chateau DIY. Yeah. And it was basically where they were... They were showing like little tidbits of stuff that they did at the Chateau, but a lot of it was stuff that you had already seen you if you yeah. watched the show. Because they, I don't know when they started doing it, how soon after the, they the must, first they filmed it, like, season came at out. At the same time. Yeah, some of it was happening coincidentally. Because they weren't really like filming Dick and Angel in that DIY show. They no. were filming other people who had chateaus. and then At like, varying stages of the yeah. restaurant. Reco- and the then sometimes they'd be like, they'd bring Dick or Angel into it and give them like advice or something. But they yeah. weren't really like... And then Dick um, did the voiceover for it. Yes. But that's really it. They really didn't like have a lot of them. But on that, we were seeing some people that I had seen on YouTube videos Mm -hmm. before. That one. Um, What's that one woman? uh, It's her YouTube. I I never remember. It's it's Lalonde is the chateau. Chateau Lalonde. Um, She's an awesome chateau. Chateau Diaries. Chateau Diaries. That's it. Yeah. You're right. I'm pretty sure. Uh huh. And then the YouTube channel, the Do It Ourselves. Do It Ourselves, yeah. That's yeah. another one. Um, Which we don't really like that YouTube channel all that much. I like the YouTube. I like their chateau a lot, and mm-hmm. I do like the. We just don't like how they do their videos. Yeah, their content. Um, I love. 
I love when they're showing, but it's also because we want a certain thing out of those videos. Yeah, it's just us being picky, I guess. We, when we watch videos like that, what we have always wanted to see is how, how do you put in your work to get that place from like non-livable to livable? And not everyone. Yeah, there's like one. There's one video though, like, like they, they want to do it like in a vlog kind of sense which is fine if that's what you want to do with your youtube channel but they market it as like watch us do our chateau ourselves and fix it up right and then they they don't really show that which is again if that's what you want to do with your youtube channel fine we we will find other people doing chateau stuff but they don't market it as such and then they throw in some of that yes where they're working on it but then a lot of the other times it's just like them hanging out at the chateau and it's like super weird and awkward sometimes it can be corny yeah like there's like fucking that one video like six minutes of it is the wife calling out her husband's name trying (laughs) to find him like and it's funny because it's like i i think that they would be cool people to talk to like i would i would not mind having them on the podcast and like they seem funny like we said it's really just it's a difference of you know what what we want to provide when we talk about doing videos at the chateau Mm -hmm. versus what some other people do and and i think that um you know just like i mean Lalonde and and that channel Mm -hmm. she's kind of got two separate things I mean she's got different series within her own channel but yeah some of it is going out and kind of like doing tours of other chateaus Mm -hmm. which is something that I love love that idea um and um then some of it is more you know just focused on her stuff um and so yeah it's just you know there's not a ton of people that do chateau stuff on these on on youtube and of the few people that actually do that so little of them i think do it in a way that we feel like we like how we would do would it want to do it yeah you know and really what that is is that i think there's a big difference between saying i want to do and it's not like like our youtube channel together and then, like, right. your YouTube, personally, like, my YouTube, like, it is going to be more, like, the vlog style of, like, right. yes. you know, like, just, like, a day in the life or whatever it may be. And then, like, our channel would be one thing. And then, like, your channel is going to be, like, super hands-on, like, this is how you do shit kind of thing, you know? Right. So, it's, like, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. But it's like, not it's to just... say that you can't have a landing page for the both of them that mm-hmm. is tied to the Chateau because exactly. you can. Yeah. But it's a difference of, like... It's like she said, some of the videos at times, I think, are trying to put too much in there because they're worried that you, like, perfect example. I watched a video by a group that was basically saying, like, we're we're going to refinish this antique door that we found and, and you know, basically strip the paint off of it, try to see what kind of um, work we need to do with the wood, how, you know, how good a condition it's in, replace the glass, and then refinish it either i don't know if they stained it or if they repainted it or whatever and then put it back up in the door frame and so that to me is like and and to some people that might be a super fucking boring video but because i appreciate the antiquity of the door itself and then kind of stripping away or trying to retain elements of the history that's associated with that door and seeing how someone else does that and then turning that around and putting it back on and seeing that be now an active piece of the chateau that for me is elements of the video to where i find like 
When I go on there and I see a video that says, we're going to redo this antique door and put it back on here. We found it down in some cellar here, and now we're bringing it back up to functionality. That's what I want to see. And if you That's cut up... That's a really up, long title. Yeah. And if you cut up, like, bits of that mm-hmm. to do little bits of the door and then say, okay, well... Uh, that's all that we can do today, but we're going to jump back on it tomorrow. And then before you get back into it, you're trying to put in content that you think people are going to want to see, yeah. which is unrelated content. But then it just like ends up feeling like clunky and weird and like... Well, it's like you're trying to shove too much in there to try to appeal to the mass audience. Yeah. And I think what you... I think here's the thing, right? You need to find your target audience. Yeah, you need to find... everyone literally says. You need to find your target audience and you... You can't just decide that the the you can't decide that one element of your content is going to apply to everyone. Mm-hmm. If you want different audiences, have different forms of content. Yeah, because I mean, you can have like different playlists on your YouTube mm-hmm. of like you know like fixing shit, and then like the daily stuff of just yes. like whatever you know whatever I, else you want to have. I feel like what happens is when you try to put too much into any one video mm-hmm. when you're on there you end up losing audience you do because yeah. you have people that want one thing or they want the other and because they're having to deal with the other thing that they didn't want now they're not as likely to come back to your channel because they yeah. feel like this person doesn't isn't being mindful of their content creation yeah from a viewer standpoint from right. an audience's standpoint right. i'm always somebody who i feel like you as a as a content creator should never feel like you're you are um, sacrificing what you want to create because you don't feel like you're getting audience attention quick enough. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're a true content creator, like I think both of us feel like we are, you are content. You're creating content because you have things that you find interesting that you think other people will find interesting as long as you are interesting in how you deliver it, mm-hmm. right? And so you know the things that we find interesting are oftentimes very very different from each other. And sometimes there's enough overlap where we can, like, get, you know, interested by other shit. And then there's other things that we both really are into, like the Chateau or traveling through Europe and stuff like that to where we want content out of it. But I am also someone who says that if you're going to be someone who offers different content and not mm-hmm. just have one lane where you say, like, I'm a dude who creates videos about Magic the Gathering or I'm someone who creates videos about witchcraft and herbology right Mm -hmm. and if you have different forms of content that you're going that you're presenting you need to divide it in a way to where when someone looks at your page or any related pages they know exactly what they're getting yeah because like we both are very interested in a whole lot of different stuff that we want to make content about yeah we're it's it's going to be very hard to find a huge audience that has the exact same and different interests as us like we when you have a whole bunch of different interests of stuff that you're trying to like do and share with people you have to realize that like you should focus on one interest to get those type of people and then a different interest like you're never you're not going to find a huge audience that literally has the exact same 10 different interests of you like that's just not going to happen they might have two or three of the same as you and then they'll go to those two or three different outlets yeah you know yeah it's like when i when i talk about um some of the content that i want to have a lot of it that's starting out right now paints me in a very geeky light right the stuff that i talk about doing now or the stuff that i am doing aside from the podcast um 
the other stuff is I'm video game streaming and around the corner is doing trading card videos and stuff playing with fucking plastic figures. <laughs> like, I know how geeky that all sounds. And then beyond that, like, the other thing that I've talked about long term is, like, fucking Airsoft, which is another geeky, yeah. stupid, dorky thing to do, right? But there is there's other sides to it that, you know, because of the way that things are right now, whether, you know, as far as our living situation or money situation, we're just not able to come to fruition yet. But I also know that there will be some people that I think will become very dedicated to seeing some of those things mm-hmm. and then might question themselves to, you know, go outside the boxes of what they watch. Maybe because that's that's what I think. Is because then they end up just liking you as a person. So they want to just in you, yeah, right? see so the whereas, other stuff. So whereas someone might say, man, I, I watched Hunter because he did. He played video games that I liked, and he he uh, explained his you know tactics behind Magic: The Gathering, and I liked the way that he you know played the game with Abigail or whatever or with other people. I liked how Hunter got his ass kicked every single yeah. time he played with his fiance, who's <laughs> never heard of the game before. <laughs> yeah, they. they I could really watch do. That. I beat Hunter's ass. I have never played the game, nor have I ever heard of Magic: The Gathering until we started dating. Mm-hmm. And then you taught me how to play within, like, I don't know, a couple months mm-hmm. of us dating. And ever since we played, you've probably only beat me, like, two or three times. Mm-hmm. And we have played a lot. Two or three so. times is an exaggeration, but... It's really not. We also she play with his brothers, and I don't yeah. think any of your brothers have beat me before. Well, no, they definitely <laughs> have not. My brothers need to step up their fucking magic game, okay? They... They literally got one starter thing, like a starter box, a draft box, I think it's called, which does not, it barely Yeah, but the thing is, they don't really have anyone, I don't think they would play with anyone else except for you, right? Like, you at least have me to play with. Well, I think that they would if they got more into it, but at the same time, they, like. Like, who would they, I I don't, maybe it's just because I have never been into that kind of stuff before you, but like, I don't think there's a lot of people playing Magic the Gathering. But, like, I mean, like, people who, like, just do it, like, casually. Not people who are going out and playing, like, in these, like, Not, okay. Groups. There are not normal people who play it casually. That's yeah. the difference. Well, that's what I mean. Like, you no and Aiden don't hang out with those type no. of people. No. You have to go to tournaments and stuff like that if you want to play. You yeah. know what I just saw? And would they do that? No. No, but I wouldn't either. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That, like, they're not buying more cards, probably, because, like, they don't have anyone else to play with just, like, in their free time. Yeah, which I do understand. They do though. Every time that we play, go man, I need to buy yeah, more cards too. because the thing is, just I've not I've not bought bought a shit ton of cards. What I've done is I've gone online and I've found you know where through these card shops or or eBay or whatever that you know you can get relatively large collections for a pretty cheap price and yeah. you can get decent cards. Like the one that I got for Christmas, um, that uh, who got it for me? I think Noah did, right? Or Aiden? Aiden did. A- Noah? Mm, no, Noah did. Did you get two this year? No. One of them got me something different. A hat. No one got me the hat. Yeah. So, yeah, Aiden Aiden got me, um, like, it was a 1,000-pack of cards. And I had gotten that before. Like, you had gotten me the 1,000-pack. Yeah, for, like, $16. Yeah, that one was super cheap. The only difference was with that one, that one really helped me to build up, like, a bunch of the more common people in there. But the kind of more uh, valuable cards to me are the Planeswalkers just because... We, right. Anytime that we play, we play Commander, which, if you don't know anything about the game, is is 
mumbo jumbo, but it's basically <laughs> just that it's a different, you know, structure of the deck. It's a hundred cards rather than if you play standard, which is only 60. And it's kind of like your entire deck is built around this one card and using that card's abilities in a way that makes sense. And so that's the kind of game that we always play. That's now becoming the more, the most popular version of, of have I ever played it? The standard. I did with my family when I first got the starter deck trying to do something because it was... Cause in we standard, played it, I think, can, like once. Like the first time I think we played, we did standard. It might have been because I don't think I had as many cards at that point. Yeah. I definitely like Commander a lot more. Standard is just... It's it's harder. Um, I have never gotten the balance down in yeah. that deck because I haven't played it as much. Yeah, for me, I think the Commander is just easier to play because you can like... Like you said, like you have that one card that you kind of build around, so it's easier to like Structure make your deck, deck make sense. Yeah, yeah. and and it's also difficult to find that balance when you're playing. Like it doesn't seem like a giant jump between sixty to a hundred cards, but those forty extra cards really make a difference when you're balancing between basically three, you know, like creature, mm-hmm. non creatures, and mana. Right. And when you're having to balance between all three of those, it gets really hard to do that yeah. when you only have oh my 60 God. cards. People who have never played this game before are listening to this and be like, what the Whatever. fuck are you talking about? But um, what was I saying before? Oh, yeah. Pe- uh, people who watch that kind of stuff that are watching because they like that content, the hope is obviously that people don't just watch for your content. They watch for you. Yeah. And so... The hope is, is that if we get, you know, we get the Chateau and I say, hey, listen, uh, I'm not able to do certain bits of content anymore, um, but I am going to be making this content. And then once we've gotten to a certain point in getting the Chateau up and running, then I'll be able to reintroduce content in this kind of way and how it's going to be better. Mm -hmm. Right. Because that's the other thing, too, is that although we can in having a more permanent spot, we can have more consistent videos where we can then focus on not having to necessarily set up and tear down and share everything every time, but you can focus on trying to really find the camera angles that work for yeah. you and, and how you elevate your content. But then again, I think after the Chateau, things really elevate because then we can really yeah. devote space to content in a different yeah. kind of way. Right. You know, like I basically want to have a room where I'm able to devote to basically be like a study but then in that room be able to have a whole space that's dedicated to being able to do gaming whether that's Mm -hmm. you know playing cards or or doing hero escape stuff and being able to to really devote that so it doesn't feel like it's a thing that's in the way all the time every time i cannot wait to have a room that is just like my sewing room yeah and i can just have fucking shit and that's what i'm saying (laughs) right like being able to do that and not have it be something where setting up and tearing down of yeah. the, the stuff that you're doing as well as the equipment on top of it mm-hmm. is such a time grab it is so annoying to have to have like everything just like in storage or like packed away somewhere and you're like all right let me grab everything and like yeah and i think that once we have the apartment that will lessen what yeah. we have to do that with but it's still going to be an apartment yeah you're still gonna have to have things tucked away because it's gonna be sp- a smaller space yeah, so it's you, not you like, can't just have your shit out all the time yeah exactly so i think that just being in that you know being back in a house but not even just a house like a, a fucking bigger place again where we can really start looking at things like that but yeah i think that the hope not is having that, to move yeah you know the hope is that people will continue to watch that content because it becomes less about the videos that they like and the content that they like but more about just being invested in you but then yeah. at the same time on the flip side of that, 
there will be certain people that will say, I don't give a fuck that you're renovating a chateau. That's not why I watch your shit. I watch your shit for magic. And some of them might stick around, just keep your, you know, keep subscribe to you in the background and say, hey, when he starts making the content that I want again, I'll come back right. to it. Yeah. And then some people will, you know, end up leaving because of that. And I think that for us, that's something that we always knew, like, there's going to be a little bit of a, of a risk in doing something like this. But I really do think that the important thing is that just like when trying to avoid something like cancel culture or whatever, you can't build what your path is going to be down this road based off of the the negative risks that come from it. Because mm-hmm. when you start focusing on those things, you take away the focus from just doing what you know that you need to do because you know that by the end of that, you'll have put out the content and the things that you know that you wanted to do all along. Right. You know, you can't, you can't look at someone like here, here's, I get, I think what I mean by that. You can't say, we have to find a way for me to be able to continue making this content the same way that I do now, as far as how often I do it and the way that I do it when, after we have the Chateau and in doing that and in staying so stuck to that, it puts off the amount of time that it takes for the chateau to be habitable for us or to become profitable and that extends and so therefore because we were so worried about losing however many little people say oh i can't deal with this shit because they're not making the videos that i want anymore because we're so worried about that we end up fucking up the long-term stuff Mm -hmm. you know you have to just focus on being like i have to do what i have to do and people are either going to stick around because they want to see it or they won't yeah and yeah. that's what I think some people who make content are afraid of doing is that they're afraid of if I lose these couple people, they, doing this. they look too, it's too, it's too short sighted. They, and it's, it's a tough thing. I mean, and you know this better than I do because I'm still at the very beginning on the few bits of content that I've had of having people see it. So, but you've done things with the businesses that you've had online and with, you know, your content creation on TikTok to where you've, you've seen like getting some of that following Mm -hmm. and getting those little bits of interaction with people and stuff like that and feeling like a somewhat of a, of, of a community start to build. And I think that it's very easy to fall into like treading that line between doing what you feel like you need to do and worrying about like harboring that community still and not letting that get fucked up right yeah i don't know i've never really cared about that well no you haven't (laughs) oh okay yeah i'm I'm saying you've you've been able to look at things from the perspective of building more of a community than i have Mm. you know with my stuff yeah so i i think that i mean you've you've had a healthy way of looking at it the only thing the only thing that i know that you jumped into at one time is like and it's very hard not to when you're at the early stages checking back in on it very often and oh my god the worst feeling is not enough growth (laughs) i post post a video on my tiktok and then i check like one minute later i'm like why is it not at a million views yeah Mm, that seems incorrect like when you when you started up kitty's finds and witchy kitty kitty's finds especially and it was like every day you were like how many more did i get and you were checking back a lot more in it and now that i was literally getting like a hundred new followers every day so Mm -hmm. it was kind of exciting to see mm-hmm. yeah you were getting a lot and now yeah. i mean even still you haven't done anything i'm still getting with that and you still like how many how many would you say so how many would you think that you get in a day for kitty's finds probably Poshmark? like at least like 25 
That's why I would say two. Yeah. And they're just constantly. I have my notifications off right now because it's so fucking It just goes on nonstop. Let me see. I haven't gone on in a long time. You know, I was trying to see, like, is Poshmark a thing in France? I know Depop is. Let's see. Poshmark. Poshmark Poshmark in France. France. And I know Vinted is, too. Vinted's Mm -hmm. in France. Seems like it. Yeah. No, Poshmark doesn't offer shipping to Europe. Mm. Fucking dumb. Oh, here. It says, like, get Poshmark international shipping. Here's how. (laughs) Yes, no, maybe so. No, fucking no. How many followers do you have? Okay, let's see. Okay, I have 421 <laughs> notifications. And they're pretty much all following. So I currently have 26,000 followers. That is fucking great. <laughs> yeah. And that, honestly, when was the last time that you posted something on there? November 18th. November 18th. Yeah. And I only started posting what? I don't even remember when it was. Well, I mean. Hmm. It was a a good while beforehand. Sure. July 15th. July 15th is the first one? Yeah. I had, like, some followers from when I, like, did it in high school. Yes. But But it was... Gained a whole lot when I started following. When you say some followers, so that was like what, a couple hundred or something like that. I think it was like five thousand. Five thousand, mm-hmm. really? Okay, never mind then. So, but yeah, to be to be active for what five months, six months, mm-hmm. and to get twenty thousand on there. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, I got like, yeah. So yeah, I mean it's. And then like I feel like I did well like on my um. My, uh, what's it called? My, um, Witchy Kitty, like, TikTok. Mm-hmm. I did yeah. pretty good on there. Yeah. For, like, st- just starting out, I mean. Yeah. I, I I agree, too. But, yeah, I think that, um, it's, I think for some people it's difficult to look at, and I think it's more like when it comes to content creation, because when you really start hearing opinions of people, I think some people are, it's very difficult for people to hear opinions and not yeah. feel like, well, maybe if I just listen to those opinions, yeah. I will get more following yeah, and therefore get bigger and stuff like that. It's a question of what your motivation is in doing yeah. it, I think. Yeah, my personal TikTok, I don't have like crazy amount of followers mm-hmm. there yet. Like I'm I'm trying to build that one. And so I don't get like a lot of comments or anything. Mm-hmm. I get very few comments. But one time I posted, you know, like my outfit and like someone was like, oh, I wouldn't have worn those boots with that outfit. And I was like, okay well good thing you're not fucking wearing the outfit then (laughs) like but like it really did like the first my first knee-jerk reaction was like like i felt like shit about it but then Mm -hmm. i was like wait i fucking loved that outfit and then i was like and you're getting one negative comment versus if you get to even the smallest like next precipice let's say you get to i don't know five hundred thousand followers yeah which is still considered on the lower end of things, mm-hmm. let's let's go even like micro let's say, influencer. Let's say, let's say two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, right. That's still like that's a decent yeah. following. It's a good community of people, but 
that's nothing compared to a shit ton of other people. If you got that and you took that many from 25 to, or whatever it is now on your, not 25, that's on Poshmark, but mm-hmm. whatever it is on your TikTok now to that amount, you take that one times whatever that is, and then you see that. Yeah. It's very difficult to ignore that. Right. right? Yeah, exactly. Even if you're someone like, who I think that we both are, where negative comments like that are, are very easily brushed off the shoulder. Mm-hmm. But in seeing it, it's I'm sure that it's very difficult to be able to be like, no, I'm going to stay true to what I'm doing. Yeah. Because I know that that's what I'm doing. It's very yeah. easy to say that now when we don't have those negative comments. Yeah, because like one compared to like a whole lot, like constantly yeah. is going to be like more difficult to ignore. Yeah. Like you don't think that if someone gets onto this podcast and the first thing that we're seeing when we start seeing comments on it or something like that is like, oh my God, she's so fucking annoying. Yeah. Or like, why won't he shut the fuck up? And that's yeah. what we're seeing on there. You don't think that's going to be like, damn, do I need to be listening to that? Right. And sometimes you do. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's definitely like, like no if it's like actually it, constructive, I guess. Well, I was going to say, no matter how shitty the delivery is, sometimes you need to hear it, <laughs> you know, but some of it is just people being shitheads at the same time. So it's yeah. like, how do you draw that line? I always think it's so weird. Like I'm not, when I'm on social media, like I don't really do like, I don't know. I'm not like one of those people Commenting? who comment. Yeah. And if I do, it's, it's literally I've always been like nice. Yeah. Like I've never, and it's, if I comment on something, it's because I genuinely really love what I just saw and I want to share that. Mm-hmm. Or it's someone that you know personally and yeah. you're trying to support them. Yeah. So like, Thanks, but like kitty. if it's a stranger, like if it's a stranger on the internet, like someone like creating content, like there's like a couple people that I follow and I've literally no, I've never met them in fucking person before, but they like do like what I'm trying to do with like fashion and styling and clothes or whatever. And like, I'm like, oh shit that was like a really fucking cool outfit or i really liked what they did like and it's just like something that i genuinely like felt mm-hmm. i'm gonna comment because yeah. you know i want them to know that and i feel like that's a good thing but i've never been a person well, to time, like you over time you will be hopefully making relationships with some of those yeah people, exactly you know? which is good and i've never been i've literally never been a person to like just be on the internet constantly fucking just like commenting shit like that's it's just a like very I always different mindset. I always think about the people who do that. I'm like, like I don't know. That's just like so bizarre to me. It's just like constantly being on the internet and just commenting on all the videos. Like I think about like like every piece of content that you intake, you yeah. put something there. Yeah, you put your opinion. You on. go out of your way or to say something. Or how about the people it's who so go back and reply right. to people's replies on their comments? Like, yeah, you care so much. It's not like people arguing thing, in the comments. Yeah. It's one so thing weird. if you have like if you're someone who frequents Reddit or some kind of online forum for something that like you are invested in, and that's one of like okay, I'm I'm not someone who goes on there to be able to like be talking to people just for the fuck of it but heroescapers.com because i'm i get geeky over heroescape like i've been looking at it for the last two days that's a forum to where i understand if you're somebody who feels like you got this like that is your passion Mm -hmm. right and so when you are not doing whatever else you're doing to make money you go on there and you delve into your passion with other people that have that passion for some people it's cars yeah for some people it's movies and they talk about them on reddit if you have yeah, that, like if there's like that's like one thing. groups like there's like Facebook groups or yes whatever exactly. else like it's people who share community. the same yeah that makes sense because you're there to talk to the other people that are in that community as someone well. like someone like us it's difficult to feel like we could do that because we have so many different communities that we could be a part of yeah. because we have a lot of different interests but for yeah. a lot of people 
they don't have as many. They mm-hmm. don't have as many kind of across the board. And it's more just like deep, deep interest with those couple things, whatever yeah. that is. So they, they can afford to spend that time doing it because it brings them gratification. The weird thing is people who are shit posters and to where you will literally go onto a YouTube video and see a comment and you're like, what was the purpose why did of you, the Yeah, comment? like why did you take time out of your day to leave like a comment like that? It's yeah. so bizarre to me. It's so weird. Or like people doing like Google reviews and stuff like that. Yeah. Amazon reviews. Or like I think about like, like right now. There's like a whole, the whole Hailey Bieber, Selena Gomez fucking thing right now. And there's so many people who like make TikTok pages yes, to right. like explain the drama or like, you know, like take the time to make these videos. Yes. That's whatever to me. That's weird. But like also people like doing that because like whatever. I don't fucking, I don't care. they don't care. have enough shit going on in their own life. I don't, I don't know what it, <laughs> what it is, but people are making those videos. But it's so weird to me that there's people commenting on these videos, like saying like, I don't just like talking like, oh, I'm on her side or, oh, I'm on her side yes. or whatever. And then there's people commenting to that. Like, you know, this blah, blah, blah. Or like, and then the funniest ones are like fucking people like talking about like, oh, she felt like this. And it's like, I'm sorry. Are you best friends with yeah. her? Like, it's just so you know? weird. I know. I know. It, it, and it just, it. I don't understand the people who like, like you see it and like you, like you, you feel the need to like comment or like, but I, I think that, di- I don't know. There's, to me, there's always like three different levels, right? There's people who, there's people who, well, I guess there could be four. There's people who literally only ever intake content mm-hmm. online yeah. if it's value added. Meaning like, I know people who would always say like when I was working at my job or something like that, like go watch a YouTube video for it or something like that. And I, to me, it was always like, why would I waste time on YouTube watching someone explain every mon- minute detail of how to like work this piece of equipment instead <laughs> of just like going out there, figuring out what I need to know and being okay with that until I have time to learn more about it. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's people like, you know, um, there's people like, uh, your dad says he never really goes on to YouTube or something like that, right? Ever. Yeah. Whereas my dad, you know, he goes on there and, you know, he has very, I think, like he's got his videos that he's into watching mm-hmm. for his, you know, the interest that he's on there to watch. Yeah. Um, but you have people like your dad who are basically like, I, I don't know when was the last time, if ever, that I've watched a YouTube video that someone didn't like put in front of me and be like, I check this out. I right? couldn't tell you. At, like one time ever seen either right. dad or mom right. going onto YouTube. And then you have people that I think they've got either like they've got their interest. Kitty. Hey, don't bite the wires. It's fucking cat. Stop. Stop. Why is it okay. only that one? Turn it, turn it off. I think then you have people like a layer or a a level down from that, that they watch videos for, you know, whatever their interests are. Mm -hmm. Right. But they, they don't like there. It's, it's a very, it's still, it's like, it's only value added stuff for them, but they know that there are, there's certain content that's value added. Right. Like I have content for a lot of my different interests and then things that are just entertaining on top of that. Mm -hmm. Right. But it's all stuff that is like, I'm never just on there like searching. 
and searching. Yeah. Find me something that's going to be entertaining. Yeah. The next layer down is people who do that, who are just on there. And I'm not saying at one point in time I didn't do that. Right. There was times where I was like, I was seeing new content or I was hearing new stuff. And so I was looking for things similar to that. I was trying to build, you know, my interest in a different kind of way. Yeah. Then you go down like that third layer, I think, is people who are doing that all the time. Like they spend a shit ton of time online because they're usually searching for gratification that they don't have in their own life. And I have fucking been there. But you you're just on there like trying to find something, anything, please. But you're still not an active commenter. That in and of itself is like it's own tier which is just yeah it's not you the spend people, so like, much time it's not the people that, that i'm talking be... about like commenting on shit that like like people like like co- people who follow content creators like we're, we're trying to say like we're trying to create a community mm-hmm. of people who want to like see that or see us and see what we do and whatever and like if they comment on our stuff it's because they genuinely like it Correct. like i'm not talking yes. about those people because like plenty of people comment because they follow these influencers content creators whatever you may call mm-hmm. them because they like them they like what they do and they comment that yeah it's not like if you comment like, on shit you're the scum of the earth that's not what yeah I'm saying. like if you like stuff and you've been following this person forever and you're you're like a constant follower and you're mm-hmm. commenting on their shit like that makes sense to me yeah but like it's the people who are just commenting like on like random shit and like they see something and they get triggered by it and they're like i'm gonna comment this and it's like it's so weird they comment they have argues they're going back and forth in a comment section on some random forum just comment negative shit just to do it and it's always the fucking user user profile of one two three eight nine seven six hj it's always those type of people there's no actual picture on their fucking like profile picture and it's like (laughs) <laughs> it's just they just the, hide behind it yeah that's it's all a, you have to do i don't get it yeah i don't either i just don't understand how you could expend that much energy towards something that to me does not get any real gratification but some people get mm. gratification out of that they literally just it, like you know the there's the there's some people that are doing it because they're just trolling mm. that is something to where i still don't understand that i don't understand how you get it's one thing if, like, people are talking shit on your page and you're, like, going back and forth to them because you're like, fuck them. You yeah. Know? I can understand why people would do that. And if you're someone who's a public figure and you do that, like, I'm sure that can get fun at times. If you have enough of a cool head to where you're just fucking with people all the time because that's what you're you are just making do, a like, joke out of it. And yeah, sure, I get that. But I think it's, I don't understand how people could, like you said, go on and make a point out of being so negative all the time. But for certain people, they're trolling. That's what they do. And they're enjoying that because they just like seeing the world burn. Burn, And then there's other people who are doing it because they legitimately like do not separate their emotions from their internet presence and what mm-hmm. they feel like they have to put out there. Like It's yeah. so tied. Yeah. While still hiding behind fake profiles, <laughs> they're so tied to it to where it's like, no, I'm going to fight, you know, my religious ideology, my political ideology, my you know my my interest the mm. the my opinions on random hollywood gossip like i'm going to defend this <laughs> to the fucking death because this is me online and it's like why yeah it doesn't make sense what to me because point? it's like you're waste like just like taking time out of your day to do that it's so weird but what uh, but it's also have, like i have anything better to do honestly i guess but you it's just, just also like you're never going to fucking change a random stranger on the internet's mind through yeah. like comments like is it yeah. yeah well this is not gonna happen you just don't change people's mind in general a lot of the time no but it and it's like happen. yeah like 
The only time that I feel like that's ever a possibility if you are like face to face with someone and you're having like a cool, calm, collected conversation and mm-hmm. they're like, you know what? Yeah, I, I do see your point. You like, can see certain points. And yeah. You or like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to, you know, I never thought of it that way or never even heard of that side. Like, I'm going to do my own shit. And they like go and look into it and they come back and they're like, you know what you said? Like, really did change my mind Mm -hmm. that's like the only time i feel like it will ever happen it's never gonna happen through a heated comment section because you're both people who are those type of peoples to fucking argue over comments are not level-headed people or people who are gonna back down i think it's just people wanting to be heard it's all that it is i think there's a a giant amount of people who when it comes to their day-to-day and what they do in their day-to-day the answer is nothing yeah. They, they go and they do whatever they do to be able to make a living. They scrape by doing that. They don't have a whole lot that they do outside of it. And they just spend time on the internet. And beyond yeah. that point, and there's nothing wrong with like spending a lot of time on the internet. I mean, no. if you're, like I said, if you, if you have like a certain, you know, that's some people, the internet is their, like their passion. Some people, the internet and, and the various, you know, caverns yeah. that you go into like that's their thing and or they want to like be their a part community of it. like it's yeah. their group of friends or Other it's people like that find people that or shit or whatever yeah it's people who they can relate to or whatever yeah. Yeah. but yeah. i think that a lot of it is just whereas you know i think abby and i both feel like you know if i want to have an in-depth conversation about something for the most part unless it's you know unless it's not a good time for either one of us to be talking about it like if i sit down and i want to talk to you about something or vice versa we just do it and you just talk. Yeah. And that way you don't. And, and beyond that, the people that I surround myself with are other people that would do that same thing. Mm-hmm. If I sat down with Noah and I said, I want to talk to you about this thing. And we just started talking about it. Like we would just. And you know, it's funny because talking. like I was going to say, like, I think it's kind of different for us because like we didn't grow up with like social media. Like yeah, yeah. It, it, social media kind of got its big. Middle school, high school, yeah. I mean, not even middle school. Like, Instagram started, I think, when we were in ninth grade. Well, I'm saying Facebook, middle school. Yeah, but Facebook was never, like, like social media got its biggest boom in 2016. Yes. That's when it, like, fucking popped off. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it was there. Like, social media was a thing. But, like, it wasn't the social media that it is now. Yeah, I can see that. I will still say it was a... Social media has never not been a fucking problem for people that want to make a problem on social media. No, that's right? not that's not what I'm saying. What I you're, let me finish. I'm I, okay. I understand what you're saying. Yes, it got big in 2016. That was the biggest. No, food. no, no. You're not. <laughs> Continue. Listen. Continue. What I was gonna say is that because like, I think it's funny that because it really like it wasn't such a big fucking thing that like people were constantly on it or like mm-hmm. it wasn't like it was just something to have when you wanted it like it wasn't like a it wasn't such a like an addiction like it is now sure you know what i mean and um so i was gonna say like it's weird because i was like maybe that's why people comment more often now mm-hmm. but it really when i think about it like the fucking people who are arguing in the comments are always fucking like 50 60 year old men and women I don't know if I agree with that. I think it I think it spans any demographic. No, it definitely does. I'm not saying they're the only people that do it. I'm saying like definitely on Facebook, that's who you're getting. Yeah. And then like 
maybe it's because I follow a lot of women on TikTok and mm-hmm. I follow a lot of women who do, you know, get ready with me and shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's always older men comedy. Like, why do you feel the need to show your body? You're such a beautiful woman. It's always, it's literally. Well, that's just white knight bullshit. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's maybe, I think it's, maybe it's just the content that I follow, but it's always that. It's yeah. so weird. Yeah, I would say that's just because that's what you have curated in your feed. I think yeah. that you go into something like, you know, you go into like uh, a 15 year old's like, I'm going to play, I'm going to play with these kind of products and, and review them. You're going to get random 12 year olds and, and shit posters that are. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's probably just gonna, the content I follow. Yeah, You're right. It's, it, I think that it changes no matter what. I, I think that honestly, it's just, it's, it's very difficult to pin down anything related to demographic when it comes to the internet anymore because of how yeah. widespread it is. Um, I do think though, Facebook specifically, it is the fucking older middle-aged people Those are most of the people that are on it anymore <laughs> no facebook that's what i mean been, yeah <laughs> facebook is looked at as a dead social media well, for, as for, it should be whatever i don't see the difference in any of it i get it though you don't see the difference in any of it because you're it. not I on know, it i know but yeah i i don't know i mean in my head when it when you look at it from a content creator's standpoint the way that i look at it is that you know i don't look at it and say that just because you hit a certain age or because you're someone who still uses Facebook that I don't want you to see the kind of shit that I'm doing. So that's well, why no. I said that I'm going to still utilize it. Because I think that a lot of people today, they just say, like, there aren't up-and-coming young people on Facebook anymore. So therefore, like, people well, who are on there like, would um, use other shit. But there's that, like, I think, honestly, the only thing that I would do on Facebook, there's, like, that third um, party thing. They'll take, they'll do all the work for you. They'll take, like, your YouTube videos or your TikToks or whatever, and they'll put them put the video on facebook mm, for you yeah. yeah and then so like that's probably all i would do because it's right. like that's just like another way for people to see your videos and that's then they're, and then they're like oh it's a youtube video and they'll you know go on your youtube, go on YouTube. but that's i mean like i would never fucking do that like i would only ever do that if like i get a contract with that like a third party right and you get paid for like the facebook views and stuff and it's like that's fucking time off your back yeah you know like i'm not I'm not going to go on Facebook and do my own shit on there. Right. Yeah, but you also have a different outlook on social media for me because you you make content for social media, whereas right. all my social media is only going to be used as like a, a, a funnel in a way yeah. to other, other platforms. Mm-hmm. So it's a different outlook for it. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't even remember how we got onto this topic. I don't know. Well. What episode are we on? I don't know what to talk about. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Um. Oh my god, this is this has never happened. It's bound to happen. (laughs) On the fourth episode. (laughs) Yeah. Happens all the yeah. Why not? Well, we're just busting at the seams with shit to happen. We're fucking spending all our free time doing our shit. You want to talk about the the shit storm that it was getting down here? No, I don't. Okay, I genuinely don't. It. It's so exhausting to even think about. Okay. No. Well, fuck me. I just teased you guys with a story that you're not going to hear. So. Okay, go ahead. Give the people what they want. I don't want to talk about it myself. I wanted us both to talk about it, but someone's too tired of the story already. I am. We've told it to too many people already. 
All right, I'll give the abridged version because I don't really want to talk about it either. We basically <laughs> we rented a we rented a car to come down here. Um, after turning in the car that we had been driving at the other place, um, and we thought that we were just going to use it for the one day, uh, because you know we in coming over to France in general, we kind of like looked at the public transport and said, oh yeah, you know. There's a lot more availability for public transport, whether that's buses or trains, and it's not necessarily looked at as the same way as it is over in the states, where it, it's you know it's kind of like expected to have a car unless you're in a really like heavy metro area, and you know and and obviously the you know a lot of the public um, transport services over here are you know a lot better off than they are in the U.S. just as far as like where all they get out to and stuff like that, um, but I think that. You know, at the same time, we're we also are scraping at kind of the bottom of the barrel when it comes to prices on places and in, in the Airbnbs that we're going to, and I would say probably a majority of them within the year are a lot more rural. There's that word again. I know. Then, um, you know, being in not necessarily a, in a metropolitan area, but like being nearby enough to a city to where like walking out to a bus stop is not you know a twenty twenty five minute walk, mm-hmm. and then from where that's getting to, like it's not all that big of a deal um but yeah we nice but yeah we um <clears throat> kind of thought that we were just going to get this thing for a day and that we'd you know find some way to do a lot of you know public transport type stuff and uh so we <laughs> go to this place that it was a um you know car rental place that we'd gone to before and but when we went and rented from them before we were only going uh, back and forth to them within a couple months. Now we were trying to get one that we could take down here and then drop off at some other location down here. Turns out that that place was not able to do that, and we ended up getting an electric vehicle, uh, which was not very clearly stated on the um, on the rental. So uh, and they didn't have another car apparently, so they kind of screwed us out of that. Um, we had a four and a half hour drive down here. It ended up being a total of 10 hours that we were on the road because we had to keep stopping to charge up the vehicle uh, and it was like a couple hours a few hours three hours to charge yeah so it was a pretty stressful day and then we they needed us to come up the next day and bring it back to where we had gone so we didn't get in bed until one o'clock we woke back up at six o'clock trying to come basically get back in the car go to a charging station charge it up and then get down the road and then knew that we were gonna have to stop to charge it again and then continue down the road we're trying to rush to get out there uh so we can make it back there so that we could then get a train to take a train down to a nearby station to then get a bus to a closer bus station to then walk back home the next day uh we ended up Getting up early and going to the first charging station and getting through that and then getting about an hour down the road. And then we're like, huh, maybe we should keep the car. (laughs) And so we ended up deciding to keep the car for the couple months that we're down here. And then we're actually going to be going up for the third Airbnb. We're going to be pretty close to where we were uh, the first time. So the nearest uh, we'll be able to take it back to the same place, basically, and and still be uh, close by where we're at. Um, So, yeah. That was our that was our fucking runaround. <laughs> um, Abigail, in the meantime that I was doing that, used uh, my com- my uh, I don't know I was gonna say computer and then I wanted to say laptop and then I stopped talking. <laughs> my laptop to uh, find out some more topics to talk about because you're allowed to go blank in the middle of a podcast and, and have topics to talk about. 
We've both been fucking tired. That's what it's been. Yeah. Literally because of that story you just explained. Because of that story, which essentially lasted two full days. And then not only that, but the cats, because we took that long of a trip, have really not been able to get back into a good schedule. And these little fuckers are so annoying when it comes to having to eat because we spend the money to get this special kind of food for Kitty because she's got gastrointestinal problems. So we spend the money to get this food for her and she wants to eat their food. And they want to eat her food. She doesn't do that so much anymore. It's the other two. Well, she doesn't do it because we've had to train them out of it. Because we... uh, The thing is, like, we already had to switch over food when we got over here. Right? So, every time that you're switching up food, it's either, like, they're super pumped about it because they're getting some new variety. Or they hate it. And they don't want to eat it. Um, And it basically takes them just getting hungry enough to realize they have to eat that food to do it. The problem is, is that now... Every time that we're feeding them, the first iteration, what did we do? We tried to separate them yeah, in the last place. Uh, so we closed the two the that don't have the problem ever. in the room and tried to get them to eat the food and then had Kitty out separately. But the problem is they're pissed that they're stuck in a room. So they won't eat. They just try to get out of the room. And she's curious as to why they're stuck in a room. So she doesn't eat. She just paws at the door that they're at wondering why they're in the room. Yeah. So the separation thing didn't work. So now we said, okay, whatever. We'll put all the food out, you know, at the same time. Just have it out and open. It won't be all that big of a deal. But the problem is if you're not watching them, they will eat the wrong kind of food. And not only that, but the two that are not eating the special food, they constantly switch bowls. So, like, one of them, like, not, oh, I, I eat out of one this time and I leave and then I come back and I eat out of the other one because it's the same food. I'm talking like in the middle of eating, they'll stop and then switch to the other thing of food if you don't watch them. So you're not able to really make sure that like one of them isn't picking out and eating the other one's share of food, which the one that we talked about the last time that's always fucking making problems for us, he likes to do that all the time. So it has been super frustrating because it really is like, Every single time that we're trying to get them to eat, you're having to sit down with them and have the the bowls out of the corner of your eye so you can watch and make sure that you can redirect them every time that they're trying to be sneaky and eat out of the bowl they're not supposed to eat out of because they do it purposefully. And you have to do it. We're having to try to get them back onto a schedule. So as of right now, they're not on one. They keep sleeping throughout the day and then being crazy as fuck all throughout the night playing with everything, anything that's out on the counter, trying to fucking knock it over. Yeah. Then they're, then they're because our, our closet door is shut, they're <laughs> pawing at it. Ugh, they're trying to jump up into a window to get out the window. Like, they're just all out fucking idiot mode all night long. So we don't sleep throughout the night. Keep having to wake up. I keep having to come out here to make sure they're not breaking shit. It's so frustrating. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So that's why we're tired. That's why we're tired. That's why we can't think of shit to talk about. That's why Abigail has gone to six different websites <laughs> trying to find <laughs> questions that aren't fucking stupid because people shit online is fucking stupid. They're so cheesy. Whatever. They're, let's make them not cheesy. They're tacky and I hate ask me, it. Ask me one right now. <laughs> I'm trying. No, don't try to cherry pick it. Just ask me one randomly. <laughs> Who is your favorite artist? Who is my favorite artist? Yeah. Like musical artist? Is that what we're talking about? Whatever you want. Whatever. 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 Stop. Don't do that. 
Abigail can't joke about stutters and shit like that because she'll fucking develop one. Yeah, we watch, well, we watch Rick and Morty. And then as soon as we play one episode of that episode, I'm I'm instantly Morty. What do you mean? Stop fucking doing it. I do, I, I do find myself. It's not a joke. Yeah, I do find myself just doing it's it. It's not a fucking joke. She First does all, it and then she gets, no. I she have a speech it. impediment, okay? You don't have to fucking keep so, explaining that you have a speech impediment. She starts doing it and then she gets and then she gets obsessed with doing it and then it alters no, her daily talk. No, what I was going to say is that like I think that like I'm I don't know, never mind. I'm going to f- fucking sound stupid if I say that. Never mind. <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah, I do get obsessed and She does it. It's funny. Then she gets obsessed and doesn't stop doing it. And then all of a sudden, it she's now got a short-term normal, stutter. Normal talk. And she's got to work herself out of having a stutter. Yeah. And go back to talking regularly. And she goes, wow, it was really crazy when I used to do that. We watched one episode again. She's like, oh, 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 oh. And then she can't fucking stop. It's fun to do. <laughs> yeah, it's not fun when it just turns into how you talk then. Oh, wow. Who was your fucking favorite artist? Suicide Boys. Okay. That's my favorite musical artist. If you would ask me about like a, um, if you would ask me about a specific like visual artist, I wouldn't be able to tell you because I don't know art like that. Yeah. Um. If it was clothing, like a, because I consider brands like an, an artist, especially if it's one central person, like a small brand. Yeah. Be lurking class. Yeah, that's an artist. Um. And I would say Suicide Boys are like my favorite. Like, musical artist overall, but obviously every subcategory would have its own answer, but that's too much shit to get into. What about you? I, it's too difficult to pick that. Yeah, I literally have no idea. I could not tell you. Uh, we were I couldn't tell you a favorite artist of anything. Like, musically-wise, artist, or artist, actor-wise, like, clothing-wise, I... Actor. N- not a single one. Yeah, actor would be difficult for me. I could pick a few. Like who? I do like Leonardo DiCaprio a lot, um, but the he would be considered your favorite. No, though? that's that's what I was gonna say. Was I like Leonardo DiCaprio, but he he is not as um, dynamic. Yeah, he definitely wouldn't. I don't know. I would never consider him a favorite. I would, um, but not as far. That's surprising. There. I would say. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm, yeah, he's up there for me. Because he can, he's not so far into method acting, I would say, that all he's the, like... All the Swifties are going to come at us. The Swifties? The Taylor Swifties. What the fuck ever. If you identify as a Swiftie, eat my cock. I mean, I love Taylor Swift. I'm not saying you can't love Taylor Swift, just don't call yourself a Swiftie. What are you, a fucking sheep? A lot of people have, a lot of fan base, it's not just a Taylor Swift thing. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, really thought more was coming after. Jake Gyllenhaal. That's the one that keeps popping into my head, but yeah, I that's do also love, just because I love I'm Jake Gyllenhaal. I just think he's dynamic, and I appreciate that about him. There's other people that do really in-depth stuff that I do like, but it's not always necessarily been something to where like pretty much everything that I've seen them in, I've been like, God damn. Yeah. You know. Um, like, uh, uh, what's his fucking name? Why can't I, um, oh, it's like right on the tip of my tongue. The guy that's, you won't know this, but there will be blood. 
Gangs of New York, uh, the the boxer, uh, fuck, what's his name? Uh, Daniel Day Lewis. Mm, Daniel Day Lewis okay. is a really really good actor, and and not only that, but he's him. very like um. He's very much into the shit that he's doing. He really does become those characters, and he's very transformative in the different stuff that you see him in. Yeah. Um. Woody Har- Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Harrelson, that's his name. I like Woody Harrelson. I love him. I wouldn't necessarily put him. I don't think he's one of my favorites, but I do love him. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I acting yeah. is hard. I would say I, I would honestly say that if I had to pick somebody. Off the top of my head, it would probably be Jake Gyllenhaal. Hmm. Just because I like the kind of movies that he's decided to be a part of. How about actress? Hmm. <laughs> We're both just fucking silent. <laughs> that is a good question. I don't... Like, I, I can't even fucking name one actress right now. I like, um... I honestly really like Cameron Diaz. I love her as an actress. I wouldn't put her anywhere near my top. Really? No. I love her as an actress. Um, I'm trying to think of like someone who I can <gasps> off the cuff think Anne of. Anne Hathaway. I do like Anne Hathaway. I love Anne Hathaway. But I wouldn't put her at the top either. Yeah, maybe I'm just naming people that I like. <laughs> I don't know. I can't tell anymore. <laughs> That's a tough thing, right? Because it's like... I said Leonardo DiCaprio because he's in a lot of movies that I really like and I think yeah, he does a good right? job in the movies. But if you say... Like Anne Hathaway was like my childhood. So maybe that's right. why I'm saying it. So it's tough because... But at the same time, like it's not the... It's not like... like the people that keep the coming cream up... The cream of the crop actor. Yeah, like the people that keep coming up is like Hillary Duff, Lindsay Lohan, like yeah, you're just Amanda out, Bynes. You're like just those are my childhood. women that we grew up watching. <laughs> yeah, like they're not my favorite actresses, but no. they built me. <laughs> I, I honestly... Cannot think offhand. I keep thinking of um, Julia Roberts. I like. Ju- Is that her fucking name? That sounds so incorrect. The redhead, right? Well, Julia Roberts is somebody. She, I don't think she was redhead. No. Yeah, from Pretty Woman. I've never seen Pretty Woman. I like her a lot. I think she would be one of my favorites. Yeah, redhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who I'm thinking of. It sounded yeah, wrong. Cool. It sounded weird when I said it. Not yeah, one of my tops. I think um, is Amy Adams the redhead that I'm thinking of? From Wedding Crashers. No, that's not eating Amy, that's Adams. Not Amy Adams. Yeah, I like Amy Adams. I do too. I also really like Emma Stone. Yeah. Um. What's the redhead from Wedding Crashers? The Isla. The yeah. And then the redhead from the new Jurassic Parks. Oh, yeah. She's, um... What's her name? Isla Fisher. Isla Fisher. And then what's the other one? They all fucking are the same person. The one from... She Bryce Dallas the same Howard. person. No. The other two... Have you ever I, um, seen Bryce Dallas Howard's... I'm so sorry. I'm, sound like, I'm about to sound like a man. She's got fucking ass. I know. You Have you watched Mad Men? Yeah. She's fucking. She's a, she's a sex symbol in that thing. She's, she's good looking. Killer. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I now that I'm seeing it, like these. I'm no better than Amy man. Adams is who kept popping into my head because I have felt like she has been. I do like her a lot. Dynamic in the other stuff that I've seen her in, but 
Yeah. I also don't know if I trust that opinion, so I wouldn't go with I do. Th- I do feel like she is good because, like, she is in a lot of different... Like, she's, like, in really funny movies, and she's, like, in really serious movies. She's in fucking Enchanted, where she's, yeah. like, singing and stuff. Like, Jonah Hill is another actor that I would put love in my top. Jonah Hill. Me too. Yeah. I don't... I feel like people don't give him enough do, credit. I know. Well, because... Yeah. People just look at him as, like, a fucking, like... Token fat guy. That's yeah. the problem. And right? he's not. Even if... No. Even in the characters where he's supposed to be the token fat guy, he's so good. Yeah, I think that him, him for me, um, especially looking over the entirety of his career, he's really um, slipped into a lot of different roles where even if uh, comedy has always been pretty closely linked to the role, he's been able to really hammer in the yeah. seriousness. So it Like it War Dogs. He's so person. good in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. That was after he got... Like, after he had slimmed down and kind of got bigger again mm-hmm. before he slimmed back down again and then kind of found a healthy weight. Yeah. But, yeah. That's I do who, like him a lot. That's, who I would, that's another one I would put pretty I agree. high up there. Um, yeah, I don't know for for a female. Because, like, I also like Natalie Portman, but mm-hmm. I honestly have not seen, like, a crap ton of stuff with her in it. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you if I liked her or disliked her, honestly. Jennifer Lawrence is somebody who can get kind of overrated for me. Yeah, I think that she, she got be an person. so big because she relatable. Yeah. And yeah, then, yeah. like, I couldn't really tell you if I like her as an actress or not anymore. Yeah. Like, it's gotten so, like... Scarlett Johansson, I am i don't follow the, the train on, like, guys just, like, drooling over yeah. Scarlett. And I've only ever seen her in the, the, like, the Avengers. I don't I can't name another movie that she's been in. I had seen her in something before that I thought, and I can't remember now what it was offhand. I knew her from something before she was like the Black Widow character. Um, I really can't think of anything else she'd be in. Well, let me see. Well, that's Movies. Lame. Lucy, I remember that movie. Yeah, I didn't watch that one, but that was obviously like a, a pretty big one. Yeah, um, I don't know. I haven't watched her in any of this. Yeah. I don't know what I thought that I'd seen her in, but no, probably was that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Music artist is hard for you. I was going to say earlier, I, Abigail and I had this conversation not, not too long ago where I was saying that um, I, I used to have that same answer. It was yeah. kind of like there was just because, again, when it comes to interest, like, you know, we have a wide range of music interests mm-hmm. that we're into i think a lot of people today have more of a wide range of music so interests than you ever have because with the internet you get so much that you're able to kind of have at your fingertips yeah um but i for a long time there was nothing yeah, you don't have to like go out and buy like cds or anything cds like, or records can, like, and stuff like that and you know advertising there's so is, many different platforms now that you can right. find music yeah i uh for the longest time, if someone asked me that question, I gave that same answer. I would be like, I, there is no fucking way that I'd be able to just pick someone out of a hat and be like, this is obviously my yeah, favorite. Yeah, I couldn't. But, you know, for me, it was kind of like, it was just that. And and not only that, but I, I think for me with Suicide Voice and what made it different was um, they hit it like a good time where a lot of their music really like spoke to me because I was trying to find different hip hop because I was trying to um push myself outside of just listening to old school hip hop which is what I had kind of like kept to for a while and so I heard them they were different than anything that I've ever heard they were white so you know there is a level of re- relatability there that I normally don't have with a lot of white rappers because there's a lot of them that I just don't really like because they sound like 
goofy and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that word. Goofy. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I really like their stuff and it was, it was very different. Um, and I kind of caught it pretty good deal after like the initial wave of them to where, um, what you would call like dark hip hop or tyrant music was already kind of like established in a way. So yeah, when, when I started listening to them, it was kind of like they had already made all of the, um, the kill yourself EPs, which there's like, there's 20 of them. So they made, but they're all like the only, only a couple of them have like five songs. The rest are just three songs each. Mm. Um, and then they had already made their, um, three EPs with black Smurf, which are longer. They're like, between five to eight songs, I think. Um, they're one EP with Puya, and then two EPs with, um, with um, fucking why can't I think? Germ, sorry, and uh, had the other EP with Getter, and had all of their albums up to, um, to uh, was it? I want to die in New Orleans, yeah, um, which is the one that I got on vinyl. So then after that one, like I, by the time that I had listened to their whole repertoire coming up, then they started, then there was like, stop sharing, stop staring at the shadows came out. It was like, oh shit. So I kind of hit right at the end of what I would call like, um, I guess more of the classic suicide boy sound. And then it started kind of evolving right mm-hmm. at about the time that I listened to it. And there was already now a whole other subgenre that in my opinion, they kind of like spearheaded creating. So now... At the time, I already really, really liked it because it was very dynamic. But there were some elements to it that I didn't fully appreciate. Mm-hmm. And now that I've listened to other other people that are similar to them or other people that are also in that genre and now come back to it, I've gotten even more of an appreciation for it. And um, so, yeah, I would definitely say that they're my favorite. But at one time, there's no way that I'd have been able to say that for any sort of genre whatsoever. Okay. Last question to finish the podcast on. Okay. <laughs> what is your spiciest opinion that most people disagree with? Mm. Do you have one off- yes. offhand? Okay, go ahead and do yours and I'll try to think about mine. That <laughs> Jess should have oh ended God. up with fucking Dr. Sam on New Girl. <laughs> I hate that that's what you consider to be your spiciest it is. controversial opinion. <laughs> It doesn't say controversial. That's not what I'm fucking talking about. Spiciest. Spiciest opinion that most people disagree with. Everyone disagrees with me. Yeah, that is true. And I will die on this hill. First of all, fucking... Talk your shit, bitch. Talk your shit. (laughs) I love Nick. Nick is like the reason why I watch New Girl. Him and Schmidt. I love them. But like, Sam, Dr. Sam just meets fucking Jess she they're both like passionate about their work they both love kids they both like are actually like driven to do shit like nick i fucking i love him he's i i love him so much but But. him and jess do not work as a couple they fucking annoy me as a couple like she's he just like he has he just he's him and there's nothing wrong with the way that he is like he just he wants to do what he wants to do and that's it and like she's constantly fucking on him about it and like they i think that he brings her down and like they just they don't work they work so well as best friends 
but fucking best friends to lovers if you read books that's like the fucking worst i want i want enemies to lover love story and that is what dr sam and jess are they're not necessarily enemies but they're definitely not best friends either <laughs> i was gonna say i don't know how i <laughs> they're not enemies but listen like dr sam is so good for jess like i feel like he makes her better he makes and like the fucking let's i mean we all i think pretend like the last season of new girl doesn't exist but mm. let's say that it does exist the fact that like she's not a teacher anymore because like some controversial lawsuit thing that's still happening like i genuinely don't think that I fucking hate that writing because Jess would never be okay with not being a teacher. Like, right. But I honestly think that like, if she was with Dr. Sam, that shit never would have happened. Like, it's just, they don't make sense to me. I hate that people think that they're such a cute love story because they're not, they don't make sense. I think the reason that people think that is because the writing for so long was always in the beginning, like lending towards, there being that sexual tension from either end of them yeah and then I it turned into more than just i don't sex. think that they had sexual tension like it wasn't there for me they always seemed like best friends like they're like oh they argued all the time there's sexual tension like i no. don't think that i think that there was but there were times i'm saying before they like they teased the idea that one of them at one time or another was like maybe and yeah like oh maybe like i'm not saying i'm attractive yeah. i'm attractive like i'm attracted to her like yeah okay you're fucking adults like you can like want to fuck someone else right but that's what i'm saying is that it went from that where i would think that yeah as an, like if they you're an adult, like they talked about like they each had like a sex dream about the other one right and i'm that's what i'm saying is like you you're an adult you're four adults living in a place together and you know, you're very close to the other person mm-hmm. and you, you know, you can find people attractive without necessarily wanting to date them. Yeah. And I understand the idea that because they were that close with each other and because they were that close in proximity to each other and in relatively intimate situations like, you know, waking up and seeing the other person, going to bed right, and yeah. having just talked to the person. Yeah. Like those things that kind of blend that line. Yeah. I understand why you'd be like attracted to them. Um, but the the dating side of it is it is kind of shitty uh in my opinion i I do agree with you i think that um like you said like sam's job and his priorities we can say like early sam because after a certain point it goes off the rails with him and um it doesn't make any sense and then by the time that they try again later on where they just are like fuck it we're gonna go do our own thing Mm. like there's no way at that point with everything that happened up to that point that that would have continued being able to work, yeah. I don't think, because they both had baggage from, like, other shit. Um, but, yeah. I, I, I think that they should have kept Dr. Sam, and, like, that, I truly believe, like, if they kept Dr. Sam, and when, like, he was, like, a, like when he came around to, like, yeah, you know what, I do want this to be mm-hmm. us, like... I think that could have developed into such, like, a beautiful story, mm-hmm. and, like, it would have been so... I think it would have been so good. Yeah, but at the same time, for I that show and Jess's character, I don't think that they wanted to have that with Jess. I think having that yeah. with someone like Cece and Schmidt, who were yeah. looked at as being the people who were so opposite of yeah, a good, healthy honest, relationship. Yeah, let's be honest. That's the fucking true love story of the show. Well, like, yeah. fucking Nick and, Nick and Jess feel so lazy to me. I agree. And, like, it's just, like, 
yeah, they're best friends, so they're going to start dating. Like, well, it not doesn't only that, but when they do date, they don't fit together. They, they just don't. When they do date, it's always messy and it's so short lived. And it only yeah. happens like twice. I know. And it just, it doesn't, like, it's like they're just like, yeah, this is going to happen. Like, we don't have to fucking write into a, another character into the show. Like, it just feels so yeah. silly to me. And, like, they don't work. They, like, I'm not saying, like, like, Nick obviously wrote the fucking book and he did something great with his life. But, like, I don't think that, he, like, he has the same energy as Jess. Like, Jess, right. like, I don't know. I, that's my opinion. Um, yeah. I think that everyone has gaslit themselves into thinking that Jess and Nick is a true love story because it's well, not. Well, no, I think they just follow <laughs> what the show says is supposed to happen and they go, oh, my God, I'm so happy that the show went yeah. this way. But you, you literally, like, got spoon fed. Yeah. The only love story that happened. I love in New Girl is Cece and Schmidt. Yeah. yeah. And we took... Or no, we didn't take personality tests, but we do talk about all the time with me, us two, and then Maggie, my best friend, of like what characters we are, and I'm definitely Cece, and Hunter's definitely Schmidt. So, our little own love story. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I've been and sitting Maggie's here Winston. To- Lol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a classic Cece and Winston mess around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I've been sitting here trying to think about my spicy opinion the entire time that you were talking. Did you think Not that one? I wasn't listening to you because I was. Um, but we've also had this conversation plenty of times, so it's not like I don't know where it's going to go. Um, I really... The only one that I can think of that kind of like popped into my head, but it's it's a dumb one for the two of us to talk about because like we know plenty of people that don't necessarily think this anymore. But I know that for the longest time, it's just it's like music opinions. Like I hate someone like the Beatles and everyone looks at the Beatles as being like, I got another one now that now that you brought this up. (laughs) Go ahead. Give your other one. (laughs) Fucking Beyonce over fucking rated. Yeah, she you're not allowed to have that opinion because you're white. I'm sorry, but I listen to music. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed to... Ha- you wouldn't understand. She's singing about black woman power, not just woman power. So you don't... You, okay, you but I was I was it. literally about to say that Rihanna <laughs> should be where... Like, what people think Beyonce is, that should be Rihanna. It, okay. She's so overrated. I don't understand this. Like, I, I don't understand why people dime her as, like, the queen. Like, I... Yeah. I, I, I don't know how... <laughs> It doesn't make I'm I'm no, the words. Listen, I don't hate Beyonce. I like Beyonce. I don't like all her shit, but I like some of her shit. Yeah. And I think no, I completely agree and I think that she's done wonders for women in the music industry. And I will respect her because respect is due. Mm-hmm. But I do not understand why people put her like like the fucking god. Like I don't get it. Yeah. It should be Rihanna. Okay. Rihanna is fucking. Mm, I love that woman, and I think that Rihanna is like. <laughs> high up there and i but like i don't i, yeah, I it's think, not like she's not popular <laughs> yeah like i think that people like deem rihanna as like this fucking like badass bitch but like i do not get the hype for beyonce and like how everyone's like oh my god fuck beyonce i don't get it i think she's so overrated she's just one of those people that's just like famous as a person yeah it's so weird to me yeah it's she's so less to do with the music it's just the iconography of them as yeah. a person and i don't get it I mean, they, she performs very well. 
Yeah. Especially for her age. She does, and she's beautiful, and yeah. she's awesome, and she was fucking Destiny's Child. Like, fuck yeah. yeah. But Very I... Very opinionated. She's obviously done a lot for, you know... That's what I mean. Like, I respect the fuck out of her. Like, respect yeah. is due. I'm not taking anything... Oh, I guess I am taking something away. I'm taking <laughs> the queen away. But, <laughs> like, I... Yeah. I think she's so over- overrated. And I think that people do love her as such a person... Like, love her because of the person that she is that they think her music is amazing i don't think her music is amazing i like yeah, a lot of her either. stuff and i think some of her stuff is amazing but i think in general her music is like not top notch yeah i agree so fucking come at me well i agree with you on that one too maybe <laughs> we're just biased together yeah probably i still don't have another one to be able to really hit you with I have I have some that I would say, but they're not spicy. It's like that's just just my opinion, man. It's <laughs> 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 just like your opinion, man. What's that fucking um the meme of like the Real Housewives? That's, that's my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> that's my opinion. <laughs> and the other ones. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I have enjoyed controversial people's stuff, but not controversial like just hating women alt-right shit like other guys' controversial likes. I don't like sports. I guess that would be... Con- like, I fucking hate American football. I guess that would be a controversial opinion. Maybe. I think it's just, like, dumb. Yeah. But there's a lot of stuff that we would say that we think is dumb when it comes to, like, the U.S. and people would be like, well, that... Fucking leave. We already we did, did, bitch. So, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. There's there's musical opinions that I could say like I like certain like I like six nine and I don't care that he snitched because people who act like they care that he snitched have never been in a situation where they would have to be forced. They probably snitch with they if they were there. Everyone wants to have a fucking street code mentality. You never even lived in a ghetto and you've never had to be in a situation like that. Yeah. You never had to look at 30 some years versus getting out in a year and a half. So like I don't fucking care. And I don't try to act like I would have that opinion because yes, in one sense I'd be like okay, if I I would not snitch on people, and as yeah, a general code of respect, the one snitches get stitches and have fucking taken that to the heart. Now, if you're and someone, they've never even like been in any type of situation where they would like. If you're have somebody to act like that, if you're somebody who's done dirt, been caught, and have not put other people down, and you say fuck him, I don't have any respect for him. Like, I can't argue with you with that because, you know, you're you win. You, you yeah, <laughs> like you, you did it. You're allowed to have that opinion, right? If you've if you've done shit or if you've been around people who've done shit and you've been faced with the option yeah, like of if you're do I actually snitch or not, someone... you haven't done it, then like good good for you. And here's here's my qualifier that I will say with him specifically. We were just talking about this the other day too. I don't like him as a person. I don't like I don't look at Six Nine and I'm like, Oh, he's a god of rap. He's saved hip hop. I don't fucking say any dumb shit like that. He's a retard. He's an idiot. He sits out there and does dumb shit. Uh, he fakes a lot of shit. Like, I remember when he was, I forget who he was beefing with. And he, like, he was like, man, we out here in your hood. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I think he was out of Chicago or something like that. Taking a video of himself on his phone. And he was acting like I was talking shit. And you told me to pull up. And I pulled up. And you're not here. What the fuck? And then, like, 
someone released a security cam footage, and it was him literally, like, driving up in a car, getting out, making the video, and then jumping back in the car and driving out of the hood. <laughs> it was like, okay, you didn't post up, dude. Like, you literally came for a second, made the video, and left. Um, there was also another thing where, like, he was, in this video, he was, like, giving all this money out to, like, kids and shit like that. And then when they ended the video, apparently he made them all give it back. So like, Fuck, yeah, really? <laughs> yeah. So like, there's all dumb shit like oh that where it's God, like, that's fucked. He was giving it to like moms and kids and acting like, yo, I'm out here like giving out my money in the hood, and then like they shut off the camera. He's like, all right, give me that shit back. <laughs> so there's dumb shit like that where it's that like, I don't fucked. like him as a person. Yeah, but you know, people do that on YouTube all the time. Like give money yeah, and to it's a homeless still dude and then when take the money back. Yeah, I don't is. care who it is. But yeah, like there's shit like that, and you know the stitcher thing. Like it's not like I omit that. Uh, like it's all dumb. He's he's someone who you know he he got in with the wrong crowd. He thought he could like be a blood just to get popularity, and then like he got caught up in in a fucking life that he didn't actually live, and he just did it so he could get fucking street cred. Um, so yeah, but I still get crunk to his music. I don't give a shit. Um, I don't give a shit. I don't like the Beatles. I don't like Hair Nation rock. Yeah, I've had to listen to Hair Nation rock because of shitty old fogies that I've worked with so many fucking times. Or like ACDC, anything, Kiss. Anything from that area where I've heard like the same 50 songs repeated and regurgitated on the fucking radio because someone's like, 104.7, The Eagle. That's the Hair Nation yeah. rock of art of the area that we come from. Um, The fucking Sweet Caroline, stop playing that fucking song. Stop it. There's so many songs that, like... <laughs> Stop it's just, it. It's disgusting. <laughs> like, if you've ever seen... There was that list of songs that went around for a while where it was, like, the list of songs that if you... Like, the top 50 songs that yeah. if you play around white people, they'll get instantly crunk to them. Every, Every single, single one, one of, of those songs. songs I'm like, oh, my God. When that song comes on, I want to put a bullet through my <laughs> fucking cranium. Definitely when I'm surrounded by a whole bunch of white people, yeah, it makes it like, even oh, worse. Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, fucking... Uh, when Queen comes on... Queen comes on and everyone's like, yo, Queen! Yeah. <laughs> They'll yeah. run out on the dance floor the just to go like this. Jump up and down. I hate Call that. it dancing. I hate that. That was all of our school dances. I hated that shit. Yeah. You'd have the dirty people grinding and then you'd have everyone else jumping. Yeah. Woo! And I know it does fucking suck because like I just like want to go out dancing. But then it's like you got to you have to find because like you have to find certain places that you can actually go where people are actually legitimately dancing yeah. because it's like other than that they just jump yeah yeah or they just like stand yeah uh, they yeah. get a drink from the bar and they're just standing there their friends are dancing but they're like, like I'm uncomfortable with my body and I don't know how to dance Jersey Shore ass shit <laughs> well, I don't know about that <laughs> she's trying to get fucking syphilis oh, <laughs> my god all right well I'm fucking tired okay this was like. I hope this was an enjoyable podcast. I don't care. We'll be back. We'll be back on our bullshit next week where we didn't have to fucking deal with car rental places. Yeah. And moving and having a four hour drive into an 11 hour drive. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do better. We'll do, do better. <laughs> be better. I'll try. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Be on the be on the lookout for us starting back up our shit. We kind of had to, like, take a break for a few days, so we didn't really get to do everything that um, we normally do in the week, obviously, because moving that far is kind of a pain in the dick. Yeah. Next week, um, we'll be on our shit. Yeah. We'll be uh, doing stuff. Well, I'll be doing stuff, video game streaming this weekend. Uh Uh-huh. Getting back into that. Someone's going to be starting up her solo podcast next week. Boom. Yeah. 
And I think me and Maggie are doing our podcast on Sunday. Good. I think so. Abigail has to figure out some technical difficulties she ran into last time. So. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I think we're really, you know, it's there's an element to kind of getting into this schedule. It's very difficult, I think, to get into. But I think yeah. that we're both getting to the point now where we've gotten through some of the initial hurdles and stuff like that. So now it's yeah. just about making it happen. I usually take off my earrings before I put these on. And I fucking added an earring in right before. Why did I do that? Don't know. My ear's on fire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They set my pants on fire. <laughs> the other thing that we're hopefully going to be doing next week, too, is finally doing the, the travel vlog. Yeah, I think so. I think so, too. It's it's honestly like even though it's... We will be taking trips to Spain. Yeah. I don't know if we're doing that next week, but we will be doing them. I don't think we're doing it next week. We'll do it soon. I mean, if it's up to me, I could fucking figure that shit out in a day. Yeah, I know you could. <laughs> in an hour. I think that we'll... I mean, there's there's towns that we kind of like drove through to do some other yeah, stuff that the I ones think would close be good to, you know, jump over into. They were cute um, to little towns. Yeah. We're not as far from like shit happening as we were at the last place. <laughs> we're still... I mean... Like when it's a much easier drive. Like it's yeah. like we're not getting on like a highway or anything. Like it's just like a yeah. There's just a lot of like skip s- what, what towns are they, that are skip hop jump skip hop and a jump away. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. Skip jump and a hop. Skip hop and a jump. I don't hop what. skip jump hop skip and a jump. <laughs> I, I don't, don't know. Remember, <laughs> I don't remember what. I think it's hop skip and a jump. That sounds right. Hop skip. <laughs> we need skip hop. I'm skip need jump to get hop. off. <laughs> But yeah, we'll start. We'll be starting that up next week too. Yep, um, every Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> every Sunday. <laughs> God damn it! Be be on Spotify or Anchor or wherever else you get your podcasts. Pandora, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, the only one that we're Overcast, not on is um, Google Podcast. iHeartRadio is the only one that. Yeah, because it's not in France. Yeah. But, I mean, you wouldn't need to know that because, obviously, you're listening to the podcast. So, you're not on <laughs> iHeartRadio. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> That's on Sundays. <laughs> My video game streaming is on Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Wednesday. We're going to stream. Not? Huh? Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> um, I don't even know why I'm laughing anymore. Um, yeah. When are you going to post your one with Maggie, do you think? Probably Monday. Think? Yeah. Because I, I don't really have to edit that one. Because it's not like the audio and the yeah, camera. Yeah, but Monday's our personal day. Yeah, but I was saying, like, just, like, put it on, up on, <laughs> put it up on the website on Sunday, so then it just goes out on Monday. Aren't you going to have to, um... Like, uh, edit together video still? Because the yeah, battery will run the, out? Yeah, but I'll take, like, not the battery, no. Oh. It's short enough that it doesn't run out on the on the camera before you I th- yeah. have to edit it? That's the one That's the one thing that we have oh. to keep doing with our stuff is, like, editing in the, because yeah. the battery runs out in the camera. That's why we got all these, sometimes these little jump cuts in here. Abigail does a good job of editing them, though, for this. I do. I got better at it on this last, the, uh, on the first Kirkcast, I was just like, I was just talking about it, so I'd be like, oh, and here we go again, the fucking battery, <laughs> and then I'd, <laughs> I just kept doing that, but uh, in the second one, I was able to kind of like make a point to 
see that the problem is that when you see the batteries turning off, it pretty much it right turns off within like fifteen yeah. to thirty seconds. So you see that, you get a glance of that, and you got to be like, okay. Let's I keep fucking. looking too on the camera, and I think that my belt. I look at my belt, and I'm like, is that the fucking battery thing popping up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like once that once that comes up, you you got a very short amount of time to go. So we no. you kind of have to like find a way to end whatever you're saying, and then get back in on the next one. Try to breathe for a second to give yourself time to get back into it and then try to basically just repeat what you said before and then keep going. Yeah. Try to edit it together, but yeah. All right. We've been trying to end this podcast for the past nine minutes. Yeah. We're ending it now. (laughs) Fuck off. Bye. Bye.